Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. All right, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 10 of the Poke Tower Podcast. Uh, thank you, everyone, for the continued support and allowing us, allowing us to uh, get to episode 10. Um, yeah. So... Big thank you for all of our listeners, and we appreciate all the support, all the tuning in, all the feedback that you guys have been giving us, uh, especially with Haunter's Laughs, uh, yeah, the new, cool. new segments that we're throwing in. So we appreciate it, guys. For all the new listeners that are just now catching us on this episode, uh, we are the Pokemon podcast that talks about everything Pokemon-related, um, collecting-wise, um, increasing the value of your Increasing cars, the value yeah. of all that stuff, guys. It's all here for you. Um, let's get right into it. So... Our giveaway winner. So we do a, we do a giveaway every week on this podcast. Um, the giveaway winner for last week's podcast. We challenged all of our listeners um, who are on to TikTok make content to make content. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, anything anything Pokemon related. Um, it was basically a video. Make a video on why you like the show and share that. So the the idea would be to challenge if you're an, if you're a Pokemon creator on TikTok. The idea would be it's going to challenge you to make good content. And who knows, you know, your chance of that video going viral is pretty darn good on TikTok. So that's, right. a, that's a win for you. Yep. It, it teaches you how to make videos. It teaches you how to be different than just doing a standard Pokemon card opening as, a, as your content. And then on the other end, it also gets us exposure. Um, and it, it's a win-win for everyone. So you shared our podcast. You, it's advertising for us. But on, on your end, it also makes you a better creator and pumps more Pokemon into TikTok, which creates more awareness, which everyone wins in that aspect. So that's why we wanted to do it. Yeah, and if you're the winner, like uh, Creed sixty nine, uh, Bratton, right? Mm-hmm. That's I think so, unless it's Breton, but yeah, Bratton is how I pronounce it. Yeah, sorry yeah. if we butchered your name there, uh, Creed, but just letting you know, man, you're the winner of last week's giveaway. Um, awesome, awesome video. <laughs> yeah, awesome video. This guy <laughs> sent in a uh, a rap that he, he made, made about, yeah. about the Poke Tower well, podcast, for, and he took clips from our podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there was, like, clip... We're, we're going to play it for you guys here in a bit, but there was clips from our podcast, and then he, like, threw in a little rap with a beat. Something he said he never... I just talked to him. He said he's never done anything like that, um, but he did it because he wanted to level up, and that that is the that was the idea behind it. It's like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. So let's let's take a listen here, uh, and congrats to Creed uh, Bratton. You're going to get the Amazing Rare Zamazenta. It's the only one I have in my collection, so off in it. And I'm glad that you uh, participated, and thank you. So let's check this out, guys. (laughs) Shout out to Pokey Tower. So much knowledge in an hour. Listening while I drive. Devin Corpse Leap Bus Top 5. Took me a minute to realize that I can make money on my hobby monetize. Gengar's grab's gonna take my cash, buy some cards and turn them into slash. Chase some zards each and their way. Once I get that card, it's off the PSA. We flipping, we flipping cards, we flipping, we flipping, we flipping zards. All right, guys. So that was the uh, winning clip uh, for the giveaway last week of yeah. you know excellent challenging you guys job, to man. make uh, some content. Excellent job. So excellent, excellent job. There couldn't have been a better prize winner for this uh, amazing rare Zamazenta. Yeah. Um, so thank you again for participating in that and uh, showing all the support. Again, this is just a, a little reminder for all of our Apple listeners. Um, if you're out there listening on Apple Podcasts, we want to be the top Pokemon po- 
Pokemon podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yes. That is a mouthful. Um, so Apple <laughs> listeners, please subscribe and rate the podcast. Yeah, give, if us, you could. give us a one, two, three, four, five star and the feedback on why you gave us that. Yeah, that'd be really awesome. appreciate it, guys. Yep. And uh, I think that about sums it up for the introduction. We're going to go right into Haunter's Laughs. Haunter's Laughs, let's go. <laughs> All right, guys. So remember, Haunter's Laughs is going to be a weekly segment in the event that posts some content that is controversial, funny, or troll worthy we're going to share the comments of some of the people who comment on this stuff you guys it's ridiculous the amount of comments that i get that just don't make sense sometimes so this is supposed to be funny it also gives me an opportunity to reply in something longer than a tiktok comment which is like 20 words or less it's like really how much there's no way i could articulate the stupidity in some of these comments uh the first one here was uh what were we talking about what was this video I believe this video was about Vivid Voltage, and I was just saying, it's an awesome set. Here's some things we know. These are things we know, and then here's some things we don't know. Here's some things to consider, like the Amazing Rares is the first time we've ever seen it. That makes them unique. Does it make them expensive? I don't know, but unique is the word I I chose to use. Yeah. Um, Pikachu VMAX versus Charizard VMAX. They're pretty much the only comparables at this time. I don't think there's another card that could rival the modern Charizard besides a Pikachu VMAX in the secret rare form and the base form. So I said, hey, if you're buying Pikachu VMAX, take a look at how Charizard's doing. That's probably how Pikachu's going to end up because they're both very popular characters in the game. Here's another thing we don't know. There's only one reprint in December so far, Vivid Voltage. We don't know how much further they're going to go with reprints because the 25th anniversary keep that in mind and people are like you know there's there's gonna be more than one print blah blah blah. maybe they're right but we can only go off of what we know i only share stuff that i know so first comment here i guess this is probably this i'm guessing this is from the the uh oh hold on this is from the uh pokemon like world champion of the card the card game i guess um he said stop buying off course sets you're making it hard for people like me who play the game to get stuff. It's like, bro, what are you talking about? If anything, you see, this is how people, I know people don't watch my content. You guys know I buy single cards. I'm not the guy at the store buying up every set that there is. I don't do that. And if I do, it's through my local card store who I'm trying to support because they just can't sell enough. Yeah. Has nothing. <laughs> I mean, at the same time, too, it's like, you know. And he- real card players, they buy singles. Yeah. They just they they go find out what the current meta is in Pokemon and they go hunt those cards. They don't buy raw. They don't buy sealed at the store, unless you're a nub, I guess. Yeah, that's why singles like Marnie, you know, what yeah, I mean? Crobat V. Yeah, that's why they're hot cards. Yeah, because real competitive players know that it just like collecting. It's gambling versus sealing in what you need to get. Okay, you could just pay the fifteen dollar premium for the one card you need, or you could spend thirty dollars on Vivid Voltage and not pull it at all. Yeah, so, I mean, at the same time, it's like, you know, us, us collectors that, you know, like to rip open packs nonstop, right? Because yeah. this is something that we enjoy doing. Yep. It we sell off less- our bulk anyways, too. Yeah, it, le- it lessens the load of you having to go out and buy the premium retail exactly. price. Because we'll go and sell, like, okay, we're looking for that Pikachu VMAX and, yeah. you know, the Rainbow Rare Pikachu yeah. VMAX. Mm-hmm. You can have... You can have... Every other card. Yeah, every other card, you know. I will sell it to you for dollars yeah as compared to buying you know 
you know, one pack and not getting the card for four nineteen if you go find yeah. it on your shelf, or going and buying a booster box for a hundred and something dollars that they're going for right now. Like, there's all kinds of like good things that come out of people who rip open packs. And at the same time, <laughs> it's like we're like we said before, we're not scalpers. We don't, not, go, out, yeah. we don't go out there and clear out area codes. Yeah, I of even cards. in the video, I even said. I was making fun of scalpers. I was actually making fun of scalpers. It was collectors, you know, were like, dang, you know, I'm trying to look for this stuff. And then competitive players are like, no, you guys suck. You need to stop buying cards because I'm trying to find this, that, and the other. And then the scalpers like, don't worry, guys. I have cards for everyone. It's just $200 a box. You know what I mean? So I was like, I was trying to unite collectors and competitive players. And then this guy just plugs in there, stop buying off core sets. I don't know if he's like a world champ, but I'm pretty sure world champion Pokemon player, Pokemon card game player would not be on TikTok crying about not getting this stuff because I think a pro, real pro just buys out the decks online. Yeah, and after that's some, a thing. After some research too, I don't really think that Vivid Voltage is that big of a core set, right? You know, and well, I don't it really, is I don't because really, it's part of their quarterly releases. Well, yeah, but I don't really think it changed the whole game of play in terms of meta. Oh yeah, and yeah. like usable yeah. decks and stuff like that because there's only some that are actually playable. Yeah, some cards inside Vivid Voltage are actually playable or sought after from the people who actually play the game. Yep. Either way, Absolutely. boom, roasted. You played yourself, brother. The next one here is, this was actually more than one person, but check this out. So I share a video. Someone asked, how do you store your cards? I share a video of a freaking safe of all my cards in there. It's a safe. It even shows the part where I have like the lever on the front and all that. And some dude has the audacity to say, is that a fridge? I don't know if he's like trying to be the next best comedian, but it wasn't funny at all. And like, do you know how many people were like, oh yes, use a mini fridge. Got it. Got it. It's like, dude. You clearly don't have enough rare cards to even own a safe. So just chill out. All right, buddy? <laughs> and the last laugh of the day, which was ridiculous. So after Veterans Day, I shared that I'm a veteran. And I and it was a video about Pokemon as well. It wasn't just like, hey, look at me. It was a video like, hey, you probably didn't know this. I've done this before. I did it with when a lot of people didn't know that I used to own a gym. Hey, you didn't know this about me, but I used to do this. So it was one of those things. So I shared that, that I was in the military. I'm an air traffic controller, guys. I still do that outside of the military. Uh, it's a highly stressful job. It's a great job. But I shared my military experience, what I did, and I said, I also played Pokemon competitively in 2014. I won a tournament on a ship with, you know, a couple thousand people on it. There was only about 20 people in the tournament, but I still smoked them all. And, you know, out of that 20, there was like four, maybe four or five people that counted EVs and IVs where they got like the right nature and the right, you know, uh, attack, you know, all that stuff. Competitive play, real competitive play, which is hard, stressful too. Uh, it's part of the reason I don't do anymore. But I shared like I shared that to try and connect with the Pokemon community. Like, hey, you can, you can be in the military. You can play Pokemon. Like, Pokemon connects us all, regardless of who you are or what you do. It's just there's nothing wrong with playing Pokemon and being in the military, or there's nothing wrong with not being in the military and playing Pokemon. It's just, hey, did you know this? Did you know you could do this? And I was. I'm the only person who has a Pokemon Warfare pin. Guarantee it. And I shared that in the video. I shared the certificate. I am probably the only person who had a Pokemon award made from them and signed from the commanding officer. That's how that's how big this was. People were like, dude, this guy's good. Sick. <laughs> so that doesn't happen in the military, guys. That stuff does not happen. But it did for me. So I shared that because I thought it'd be cool for the Pokemon community to see that. What does this guy say? If you're not a Navy SEAL, you're a clown. Like what? I don't I don't know where you're going with that because if you knew anything about air traffic controllers in the Navy, that's one of the top five hardest jobs you can get besides uh, like a diver, a SEAL, 
a uh what's it called a uh, bomb uh eod what is that um bomb detection and uh where they uh turn off the bombs bomb squad basically yeah um and then there's air traffic controllers we have like a 70 percent attrition rate in school that means only 30 percent of the kids get through let me tell you this when i was 18 years old and i went to school to become an air traffic controller because you have to go to school first when you join the military there was over 30 people in our class by the time we were done there's only six of us and that's marine corps and navy we get, we go to school together so it's a highly stressful job anyone who knows what an air traffic controller is knows that but obviously this guy doesn't he played himself and uh yeah i don't even think i commented on that <laughs> anyways I know that you guys are not haters on the podcast. You guys are here to listen and learn. So that's it for Haunter's Laughs. I get a ton of comments. There were some that got deleted. Like I responded and then the guy deleted his comment. So I couldn't use those as content this week. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. If you have anything funny to share with us, please share it. And we will we'll try to put it here on uh, Haunter's Laughs. Let's get it, guys. Pokey Tower Top 5. We're going to uh, get through these pretty quickly because we got a lot of questions. A lot of questions, a lot of news we want to get to. So... We'll just get into the Poke Tower Top 5. Number 5 this week, we're still talking about the Neo uh, Genesis, Neo Destiny, Neo Discovery. There's how many different Neos are there? That whole Neo era of starters. Um, whether you buy Raw or PSA, we're looking at for Alligators, Typhlosions, and then Meganium, everyone's favorite. Dark Typhlosions. Um, yeah. Dark Dark for Alligator, right? Yeah. Dark for Alligator, yep. Yep. All of those cards right there, we're, all, we're looking at those still. Um, those are pretty high contenders in terms of the Poke Tower Top 5 because that's something I stay looking at. Yeah. Um, is the Neo Starters for sure. Um, I think they're a great buy because, like we, we already discussed, they kind of already follow the trend of you know Charizard. Yeah. Blastoise, on a much smaller scale, but they're, they're following it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a good thing to keep our Typhlosion. eyes on. Typhlosion is ridiculous that he's already, you know, six, eight hundred thousand plus for, yeah. for PSA 8 and up. Charizard didn't do that till like last year. Yeah, I mean, so, there's, there's some Lugias so that are like, up there, too. Yeah, and Lugia is going to be... Obviously, Lugia is the Charizard of that era. But um, to see Typhlosion do that, and then to see those starters at a much higher starting point than the base set starters... The base set starters just recently blew up. This was, was not always like this. Like, people were getting Charizards for, like, 100 bucks not too long ago. It just wow. recently changed. Um, so, to see them this high, I mean, yeah, it it's kind of... It sucks that they're this high already, but I think that's a good sign for things to come because I'm telling you, all it takes is for Pokemon to do a Neo reprint. It's oh, yeah. ball game. Yeah, it's those, those are going to shoot skyrocket. Um, and we like, we like, I like the original like Neo Genesis ones, but they're already kind of pricey. Like, I don't know if I want to spend five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars on these cards yet. I'm not sure. But another thing to consider that we've said in other weeks is buy Japanese. You can still get a PSA yes. 10 Typhlosion for like 150, 200 bucks. And that's something I'm considering. I haven't done it yet because there's so much stuff Pokemon is shoving down our throat right now that I just haven't been able to do it. But um, definitely keep an eye out for those. Yeah. All right. You got number four? Number four. I shared this on my TikTok recently, um, and it'll be in Gengar's grabs as well. But the 1997 Bandai Japanese Pocket Monster cards. So that's what that's what they're called. It's Cardass. These cards are awesome. Yeah. It's, it sounds bad, but it's Cardass. Cardass or Cardass. Yeah. So if you guys don't have TikTok... Um, and you guys are tuning into the podcast and you didn't see that video that Denny uh, posted, The go check out these 1997 Bandais because they're... The artwork is insane. They are insane. He showed me them today. Original Pokemon. And yeah, and it's crazy. They're, 1997. 
This is so. This is like these are some of the first cards that were ever made. Um, they weren't released in America. They're only Japanese. And if you go on eBay and try and find them right now, a lot of sellers are from Japan that are trying to sell these. There's not a lot in America. Hmm. They're really rare. It's hard to find any that are minty. So obviously, if you have an extra money, you want to go try and grab PSA graded ones. Like a PSA nine Gengar, just went for like three hundred bucks today on bid. Not a lot, but that's because there's no attention there right now. Right. All it's going to take is for someone like Steve Aoki to get a hold of these cards and and promote them, and it's game over. Or anyone, anyone, yeah. anyone with over you know 10k followers yeah. on uh, TikTok or some type yeah, of social media. Up, yeah, yeah, and and, and they they're pricey. Up, like, does anyone know about these cards? Yeah. Boom. It's a it's a and it's the original 151 Pokemon. So there's actually a 151 card set um, that I'm watching on eBay right now. Um, and it's the all whole set. Like, yeah, the whole set. Wow. Um, it's on eBay right now. Let me see what. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Yeah, it's already at five hundred and sixty bucks with three days left. Twenty three bidders. Look at this. Look at this. Oh whoa! The minty, minty. Just an awesome set all around. The artwork is insane, guys. They whoa. got they got they got Dratini like choking out a Charmander. There's no way that would fly in America. They'd probably ban that card. This Charizard got a massive neck. Yeah. <laughs> it said long yeah, neck. Yeah. It's insane. I love the artwork, though. Wow, yeah. These are cool. Um, Original, original, original vintage Pokemon. That's how I remember Pokemon. I only ever saw these in magazines. Like, you wow. know when we used to go, like, grocery shopping? And we'd look up, like, cheat code books and stuff like that? Yeah. I used to see these. But they were never in stores. They were never available in America. And as a six-year-old, you're not going to buy cards off eBay from Japan. You just didn't do that. At least when I was a kid, you didn't do that. Yeah. Wow, these cards are sick. I, I didn't awesome. see all of them. Yeah, I didn't see all of them. You can get any, any Pokemon, too. So, you know, I'd advise that you hunt your favorite singles. Um, yeah. That, But again, these are beat up. Um, and you'll see in Gengar's grabs, I got a handful. But they're all they're all PSA, you know, five, six, sevens. Nothing, I don't think oh, anything's dude, better than Oh, dude, that Dragonair. The Dragonair is awesome. What? Yeah, that, awesome looking cards. You I know Dragonair with, like, the dragon behind him? Yeah, That's I know. Cool. I know a lot of you guys saw the video and you're like, dude, this is awesome. I'm going to go check them out. But yeah, they're they're getting up there. Um, I was gonna I was gonna buy that set, but I don't know if I want to pay you know seven hundred for that thing. I mean, I probably should because it just looks amazing. That's gonna be a tough one. That if, is a tough one. If I sell a Charizard, I'll probably do it. Yeah. But then again, these are cards I wouldn't even sell. I just these are this is something I would hang on my freaking wall. They look that nice. They're just insane. Like a, you talk about rare. I mean, they're just cool. They are. They're yeah. some of the oldest cards around. Yeah, they're like they're like no other Pokemon card you've seen. They're uh, awesome looking. Number three? Yeah, number three. This one's yours. All right, so number three, um, these cards I've been looking at for a long time, and I think they have a lot, a lot of potential, um, seeing as these base set starters have gotten a lot of uproar, and um, XY has a lot of uproar as well. Um, so these cards, it's just three um, here, but it's a Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur. They all have their own promo cards from the XY series. Um, I'm not sure exactly what their nu- their numbers are, um, but they're going to have Flareon and Magmar on the Charizard card. They I think some of you guys have wrote us about these two. Vaporeon and Gyarados on the Blastoise card and a Scyther and something else on awesome. um, on the Venusaur card. Awesome looking yeah, cards. Yeah, these are awesome, awesome looking cards. And um, like I said, seeing the uproar of uh, the base set starters and how popular they're getting along with uh, XY popularity getting up there these cards are here cards that are undervalued right now i would say yeah oh yeah i think you pick them up for like anywhere from like 
70 to 30 bucks like yeah yeah and again 70 bucks this would be one of those things you find out what that promo number is this is when pop population reports would be important yes because if you don't know anything about it you could go check hey let's go see how many psa 10s are on the market and then you would really start to gauge dang there's only 30 of these you know floating around in a psa 10 i'm gonna get one right now because in three years this psa 10 is gonna be you know 10x 20x yep yep so that's when I believe pop reports would be really good because we don't know much about this card. So it could be cheap because no one knows about it. Right. But, you know, you talk about stuff on the rise. It's just it's just how it works, guys. When you when you watch Pokemon, it it's going to happen. Like, you know, jungle is going to be the next big thing here pretty soon. Then it's going to be fossil. Then it's going to be rocket. And you're going to see no one cares about base set anymore because it's just so freaking legendary that, you know, it doesn't even matter. It's like it's not even real anymore. Right, it makes yep. it doesn't exist anymore. Yep, and then people just go to the next best, next best mm-hmm. thing. Yep, at so, least for uh, vintage, that's how it follows for sure. Yep, go check uh, go check those cards out because you can still pick them up for relatively cheap. But like I said, um, those are my watch list because I have a feeling that they're going to be potential bangers. Um, maybe not here soon, but they'll definitely be bangers in a year. I guarantee you, you'll get more than what you got for. Oh yeah, I just have a feeling. Just just looking, I didn't even do much research, but I just doing this, I know. Like, when you see a card, you're like, yep, that's going to be worth something. Oh, yeah. All right. So, that's number three. Number two. Vivid Voltage, Pikachu, VMAX, Secret Rare. This is a personal buy of mine that I, I still want to lock one in. Um, the pull rates the, the pull rates for Vivid Voltage are good because of the amazing rares. However, the Vivid Voltage, Pikachu, VMAX, Secret Rare is still, you know, like a 1 in 1,000 card. And the, yeah. more, the more people are opening it up are opening it up are realizing dang this is tough there was some guy that made a comment on one of my videos he's like those pool rates aren't right i got a v max secret rare i'm like post a video and he's like oh no i just got the regular one it's full of crap but he was he was lying anyways but um yeah i bought i bought a whole case and we i i got two rainbows yeah that's six well, the rainbow, boxes so the chance of getting a rainbow was one in 32 or something like that one right. in 32 packs. But what people don't realize is like, so if I buy 32 packs, I'll get one. It's like, no. Every time you buy a pack, you have a one in 32 chance of, or every time you open a pack, that, that, the odds reset. It's not like I'm open 32. That means the next one's a rainbow. Yeah. That's yeah. not how it works. Yeah. That's not how probability works. It's, it's one in 32 every time. So now if you think there's 16 different secret rares or whatever, there's a lot in the set. Yeah, there is. So the fact to get, to get a Pikachu technically is one in 32 packs chance but then there's also 16 other you know or 12 15 some weird number some other high number of rainbow rares now you have to increase those odds of okay well if i get a rainbow rainbow what's the chance it's gonna be a pikachu and you have to play out all those situations where you don't get a pikachu and that's why it goes to one in a thousand or in some change it's like one in 1100 something like that um yeah a lot of guys don't get that that pikachu has been has proven to me since like I got a whole case, which is like six booster boxes, which is thirty six packs each. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough one to get. There was only two rainbows that I pulled out of the whole entire case, both trainers, and um, we got two Pikachu V Maxes, just regular ones. Yeah. So I mean, it, it is a tough card to pull. Um, it's good though. I think that's why they made Vivid Voltage last, so rewarding. The last time I checked, what what were those V Max those uh, secret rares going for? Uh, two to three hundred. They might. Right? Have, I think so. I don't know if they've changed since release day. I haven't really looked. Um, it's on my radar, but I did just just see a video today. Someone got a PSA ten already graded, and they want seven hundred right now. Oh wow, that's not terrible. 
You get one for two fifty. You grade for seventy five. You're at three twenty five total cost. You double that price. You're at around seven hundred bucks for the card. I do like the idea of this being the first rainbow uh, Pikachu card. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of collectability, Any? yeah, yeah. I don't know two three hundred bucks raw. And yeah, and I'm sure you could find. I'm sure some guys can be like, I got mine for one twenty. Good for you. I hope it grades a 10. Not all of them are going to be like that. Just on average, we're seeing that. Big PSA. uh, We're not talking grading here. We're talking public service announcement. Um, Be careful with the cards that you guys are buying. Uh, If you do end up buying a Vivid Voltage uh, Secret Rare Pikachu VMAX, because uh, from opening up all the the, uh, cards, I've noticed that there is um, really bad card quality. Um, looks like they cut most of the cars like a dull blade with like a dull um, blade. Some yep. were even like factory nicked, like really bad. Yep. Um, there were some that were um, already showing whitening and stuff on the back. Yeah. It was just it's it's really almost like they quality. took a crappy pair of scissors and cut, and it just made it like it almost like not frayed the edge. Yeah. But lifted it up to where it looks like there's white. Exactly. It's weird. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's like it's like it, it wasn't sharp enough to cut, so they had to put pressure on it and it bent the card like just enough to show that white side of it. Instead of showing it all blue, it's not terrible, but when you look at a brand new card, it's upsetting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of the cards. A lot of the, a lot of the cards and a lot in, in the whole case that I had were were pretty, yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, the, the quality of them were just pretty bad in general. Um, I could have just got a bad batch. Everyone else's cards. Yeah, yes. his you case could have been bad. Know. Yeah, my case could have been bad. Um, but let us know. Give us some feedback on how your Vivid Voltage pulls looked. Yep. Uh, what you guys are seeing, so that way we can, you know, put out the news to everybody else as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing is, is the centering. The centering on those um, Rainbow Rare VMAX Pikachu's, they're bad. Mm. They're bad. It's like I've the ones that I've looked at on eBay, um, and the ones I've seen people pull on, on TikTok. The centering is like really bad. Yeah. So yeah, if you're gonna exactly, be a, that's why I haven't bought any because yeah. they've been really fat up top or bottom. That's what I've been seeing a lot. Yeah, a lot of them have been really fat on the top or the bottom, and they take a picture at an angle to where you can't see that. But I'm just like, that's just a yeah. little too much blue for me. So for so for all of our listeners that that take our our Poke Tower top five very seriously, and you guys are out there hunting these cards, be very cautious and do your due diligence. Yeah. in terms of making I mean, sure because there's nothing wrong getting a PSA nine. There's nothing wrong getting a PSA nine, but nothing. You want to try and get a ten as much as often as you can. Yes. You're just helping yourself out. If you don't care if you get a nine or, you know, or if you're like, I don't want to grade it. I just want the card raw. Then, then you're good. You're good. Get the deal. But, um, you know, the difference between a $200 card and a $250 card is centering. Then you do the 250. Right. Yep. Because you're going to make double two X, three X. If you get a PSA 10. Yeah. And that's, you, you know, won't get that with a nine. If you get to keep it, not your, with modern, get to keep in your collection at a 10. That's great. If you ever need to sell it and you had a nine, the nine might sell for $700. A ten might sell for when I'm saying when they have to sell oh, it, you yeah, know, yeah. like in yeah, yeah. saying three, four, five years, you're like, man, I need to sell it. I need money yeah. to put somewhere else, or you know, I just have to get rid of these cards. Yeah. Well, ten's gonna get you a whole lot more return on your initial um, cost, right? In terms of like a nine. Yep. But that's just collecting one hundred and one. Um, I hope that helps you guys out. But number one, we have Shiny Star V. Or we don't know what it's going to be called. It could be Hidden Fates 2. It could be called 25th (laughs) Anniversary Set. We're not sure. We're not sure what it is, guys. Um, But why is it number one? Well, because it's November. We know that this set is coming out late February. Yes. We have the holidays coming up. We have birthdays. You you guys have your own things going on. You probably just blew your load on Vivid Voltage. Yeah, New Year's Eve. Lots of holidays. 
Lots of uncertainty coming with the economy. There's lots of stuff that's going on that's going to affect your buying power with Shiny Star V. So it's number one on the list because you need to put that money aside now. Or if you can't do it now, you need to put money aside bi-weekly or monthly so that by February, you're able to make those buying decisions quickly. The uh, Hidden Fates, actual Hidden Fates, is supposed to be getting an Elite Trainer Box reprint in January, correct? Yes. So, with that said, Hidden Fates is a very hot set, and I know some people have scalping situations in their uh, area codes, um, which sucks. It's very unfortunate, but um, it makes it hard for a lot of the collectors who want to collect Hidden Fates that didn't have the chance or may have jumped on the Hidden Fates um, wagon a little too late before it started getting out of price and bought up. Just know that this 25th anniversary Hidden Fates 2 Shiny Star V is going to be coming out in February, yeah. which is a month after they're supposed to be doing these reprints of yeah. the, the of Hidden Fates, of the Elite Trainer Boxes. So I know it seems like it's a really good buy. I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money. We won't do that here. But just keep in mind that Vivid Voltage is going to supposedly, I mean, it's a rumor out there, it's supposed to be getting another reprint in December. So if you're going to be buying into the, all these other sets... Um, you're going to be pretty thin by February. Yeah, you're going to be pretty thin by February. So... If you're if you're looking at Hidden Fates, I would say you're you you really want that reprint because you're you're hunting those cards. Go get lots and singles from Hidden Fates and save majority of your money for you know yeah. the 25th anniversary the, because the, it's something new. And we have 25th, no idea. Yeah, and that's it though. It's it's tied to the 25th anniversary. Yep. There's not a lot of sets that are tied to anniversary. So yeah, and you got to kind of pick and choose your battles here. Yes. Do I want Vivid Voltage or I do I want the 25th anniversary set? You know. You, let's do it. Let's just do a quick, um, a quick, uh, what's it called? Like, I don't know. Comparison review here. Um, Denny was with me the whole time. He helped me open up my case of Vivid Voltage. Yeah. Den, from our, from our time opening up Vivid Voltage, would you, I, I bought that case. Yeah. Because I wanted to rip the packs open. I want to get familiar with the set. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. And that's just, I wanted to rip open a bunch of cards from the new set and kind of get it out of my system. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for, for five hundred dollars that I spent on the set, do you think that's plenty invested? From the you saw the polls I got, yeah. Do you think that that's enough already like put into Vivid Voltage, or would you put more money into the set? No, I was pretty satisfied with what we got out of that case. Yeah, and I and see, and I would agree too. So, with that said, guys, Denny went out and bought singles himself. Yeah, right, and he spent probably just about as much money as I did on, on a just on a, under five hundred. Yeah, on like, a case. Yeah. So, and he bought multiples of cards. Yeah. So you guys, if you guys are just looking out to go collect, you know, certain cards from Viv Voltage, I'd say go and get the singles because yep. the whole set in general is not, in my eyes, is it's not. A re- it's a rewarding set. It is. But again, when you're talking something as highly as collectible but as the 25th anniversary. It was only rewarding because I got it in a case. Yeah. Right. Because in a case you get, you get sealed booster boxes that, that basically guarantee you. Yeah. They're mapped two out. Two amazing They're rares. mapped out for hits. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you're going to get more hits and stuff rather than going to the store and buying, you know, a, a three pack for, yeah. what is it, like twelve ninety nine? Yeah, because we don't know what the odds are on loose packs. Yeah, we so, just know the odds on sealed cases. And I know people are selling booster boxes now for like 130 180 That's crazy. Yeah, which is crazy because the set just came out. So I'm just trying to give you guys a little perspective in terms of uh, Vivid Voltage and Hidden Fates that there's other ways to go about collecting from the set rather than having to buy it and rip open packs and maybe... And- What's it called? You know, Vivid Voltage and Hidden Fates, they'll be here next summer. 
Yeah. Those, those cards aren't going anywhere. They yes. might rise in value, but raw, people still highly underestimate the price of raw cards. Yes. So I believe that. So a $60 Leafeon this winter will still be 60 bucks next year, especially with that, that Elite Trainer Box coming out. And if anything, the price might drop a tad, you know, for that six-month period. Yes, but they always go back. Yeah, they it always go back. So uh, that was just that was just again a little perspective because um, I know I'm going to be putting in a lot of money towards Shiny Star V, the 25th anniversary set, Hidden Fates yeah. Two, whatever it is. I've already yeah. I've already made that decision. I've already made up the plan that hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend some money on this because one, I like Shiny Pokemon a lot. Yeah, and two, this rumor of there being a Shiny Charizard V Max. Yeah, well, it's pretty much confirmed now. That's 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 the the best. That's the ultimate chase card. Yeah, that's the ultimate chase card. You Unless can't they make get, a gold one. Yeah, you can't get any better than that. So for me, um, I know I'm going to be putting a lot of money into it. So yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Shiny what, Star V, guys. You don't. It's okay to take a break from Pokemon buying Pokemon. Like I know yeah. I will. Um, if I'm spending money here pretty soon, it's only going to be because I'm spending money to send cards to PSA. Because that's that's something I can get back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in terms of buying cards, I'm probably going to take a break, you know, for months. So Gengar's grabs will be pretty thin, you know, the next few weeks or so until February. Yep. And then it'll be back into just, you know, wrecking the market. And it's just, I'll be getting Charizards for 300 bucks and you guys will thank me later. Yeah, Charizards for 300 bucks. I'll be taking that market. Bucks. Yeah, I'll be lowballing everyone. <laughs> Shiny Vault Pokemon, you know. I'll lowball everyone it. for you guys, all right? Just tell them, hey, my friend got this card for 100 bucks. I'm not paying 500 Yeah, we don't, we don't believe in, um, uh, you know, the fear of missing out. Yeah. But I think this is one of the sets that you're definitely not going to want to miss out. Yeah. Pre-order something. Go buy Raws and Singles and Night Drops. I have no idea, but this is something you're definitely not going to yeah. sleep on. You Yeah. Just not. You're, you're going to want to go in with some extra cash. So save yourself some time um, and some money right now. It's mid-November, um, and you'll give yourself about three months to, to really put a dent in the Shiny Star V uh, action. Is that it for that? That's it for it. Right. All right, guys, let's get it. Gengar's grabs, uh, real short and sweet, and I think it's because you guys know now I'm saving for Shiny Star V, okay? I know you guys think I'm a baller, but I still have to save money. That's that's why you think I'm a baller, is because I'm good at saving money. Um, so first thing here, what do we get? Oh, four out... Al- <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> I just just sounds funny. Four Alakazam V full arts <laughs> from Vivid Voltage. Average price thirteen eighty. Now, why did I buy that? I don't think it's a rare card. I don't think. I think the pulls, your chance of getting a full art is like one in like eighteen. It's not hard, or one in twenty. It's not pretty hard. hard. To get it. It's pretty hard. I got two. Right. Well, okay. So Out of my whole case, it is, I got it two. Is, I think it's one in twenty. I think I might have been off, but. Do I think Alakazam is going to be a highly collectible card for that reason? No. The only reason I like to play on Alakazam is because he doesn't get printed often. And Mm. Pokemon nerds always ask, when can we get a new Alakazam? Because the last Alakazam that was printed was like in Fates Collide. Way back. Way back. Is it? Yeah. I think you're right. 2016, 2017. There was a Mega Alakazam and all that stuff. But quick story behind that. Alakazam, the whole Alakazam Evolution set is so controversial. And and the reason why I think it makes it rare is because Pokemon ran into a uh, copyright 
kind of issue with the real magicians who like illusionists who used to you know abracadabra alakazam there's like real magicians who were named that and oh, they, they oh, sued the pokemon company okay. yeah and they sued the Pokemon company or wrote in a grievance to some extent that made Pokemon stop making Kadabras. That's why you don't see Kadabra anymore. And you don't see Abra. Only Alakazam. And that's why Alakazam is a base card. You don't have to evolve into him. What? Yep. Look it up. Well, I didn't know that. I, I know, I know about some the Ripley's whole thing believe about, it or yeah, not. about them not doing the Kadabra and the yeah. Abra. But... How are you going to evolve into an Alakazam? Are you going to get a base set Kadabra? Where are you going to get another Kadabra? So he's a, he's a pseudo-legendary now. Yeah. So that's why I like Alakazam. And Alakazam is Gengar's counterpart. You know what I mean? They're, they mm-hmm. were, In the game, you both caught you know your crappy little Ghastly or Abra. You evolved them at level 16 or 18. And then you had to trade to evolve them. That was the same for Alakazam and Gengar. And they could both wipe each other out mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, now they have Psychic, Fairy... There's different move sets, but in red and blue, pretty much whoever hit who first was going to die. Yeah. So I really like that about Gengar and Alakazam, that whole psychic versus ghost battle. That was cool I think they're both considered sweepers, too, like in the actual yeah. like, Pokemon oh, yeah, game. Yeah, fast sweepers, yeah. Yeah. Stab Pokemon. All right. So we got four. We averaged 1380. Can you find some cheaper? Absolutely. Um, I'm probably going to grade all four. I'm actually an Alakazam fan, so this is one of those Gengar's grabs where it's like, I just like the Pokemon. And we haven't had an Alakazam since I've been collecting again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it. Is it a smart buy? I don't know. Don't go buy in 12 Alakazams right now because of me. <laughs> I just like the card. That's This is one yeah. of those things. I'm doing it as a collector. I like it. I'm not trying to make money off this. Now, if I'm right. So you got four to keep one and then three to sell? Probably. Okay. Yeah, probably. And then again, just because I went and buckshotted four Alakazams doesn't mean I didn't try to find PSA 10 candidates. Right. I tried to grab the best-looking ones I could, which means I had to pay a little more on some. Next, on Gengar's Grabs, this is the last one, actually. The Bandai. Um, 1997 uh, Card-Ass. Cards. It sounds terrible. Card-Ass. That's Card- the name of it. Cardis. Card-Ass. I don't know. Yeah, what a weird name. But anyways, let me share what, what I got with you guys. I bought a lot, so I spent a lot of money on this. Um, and again, if I were to spend money between now and February, it would be to like grade these or something. Um, so we got a Gengar. He, this the art is insane. Is a picture of a Snorlax sleeping. He's dreaming about a steak, and Gengar's eating the steak like off his dream. A typical Dream Eater card. It's actually sick. Uh, I've we seen got that one. Yeah. We got it for uh, nineteen bucks. Kind of high, but like I said, guys, this is this week I bought for myself. I did not buy for the hustle. Bought for myself um, because I, you know when you run a business, you got to reward yourself here and there. Um, next here we got a War Turtle. This War Turtle doesn't even look like War Turtle anymore. That's how like different he's changed. I got it for nine ninety five. Again, guys, all these cards are near mints at best, so excellent to near mint. So consider PSA five, six, seven. That's that's about what we're looking at in all these cards. Look at that. Oh, what? Look at that War Turtle, dude. Yeah, that's sick. Just super old school original Pokemon. Yeah, love it. I like that one. Uh, next one here. We got a Ghastly for five ninety five. Yeah, you can get these cards as low as five ninety five. Um, the reason I didn't share this on my TikTok, the prices I covered it up, is because I'm tired of trolls. I'm tired of people that don't follow me ask stupid questions. I mean, there's really no such thing as a stupid question, but I don't have the time to deal with trolls. So I hid the prices, and then obviously people who listen to the podcast they get that they get that info. Oh wow! Yeah, it's yeah. got a crease, so automatic PSA mm-hmm. six. 
automatic PSA six. Um, that's that's you know as long as nothing else is wrong with it. But again, I'm not worried about. I can get if I grade these all PSA five and six, I'm still happy. We got a Dratini. This is a car that would probably be again would be um, banned in the U.S. because of the violent artwork. It's a Dratini choking out a Charmander. Got it for seven ninety five. Yeah, I like that one. It's awesome. Charmander struggling. Yeah, he's done. He's dead. He's got like a scratch on his head. And he's just getting strangled. I mean, yeah, it's violent, but it's cool. Uh, we got a Zapdos for twenty four ninety five. I got all three legendary birds, guys. Um, Zapdos twenty four ninety five. We got uh, Articuno for thirty nine, and then Moltres for thirty nine. The Articuno and the Moltres look way better than the Zapdos in terms of condition of the card. But again, I'm not consider. I'm not like worried about that at all. We got a holographic Aerodactyl for nineteen ninety five. He's like punting a Slowbro across the card, <laughs> so he's like flying and like Slowbro's like getting knocked out. He's just like flying in the air. Um, and then I bought this giant lot of twelve cards. So and that was twenty bucks. You guys can find these pretty cheap right now. Um, but we got two tentacles, a cloister, a dugong, which it looks like the dugong is like freezing. He's freezing a ditto. There's a ditto being frozen. <laughs> These are violent, dude. Uh, Rapidash, Ponyta, two Dodrios, a Haunter, which is insane. It looks awesome. Uh, Venomoth, Magnemite, and Magneton. So um, I still need the Charizard, the Blastoise, the Venusaur, the Mew, and the Mewtwo. I would love to lock all those in. But again, this is a new thing to me. I've never had these cards. I wanted them as a kid when I used to see them in magazines. But this is not something attainable to that wasn't attainable to kids, you know. Yeah. Unless you're in Japan. Um so this is something I'm going to be building for my personal collection. These are probably cards I'll never off unless I find out I'm sitting on a million bucks. You know, it's one of those things. I could do, okay, you got to get rid of these. Then so be it. But it's a kind of a new attraction to me right now because um, everyone's flipping up. I've said this before. When everyone's attention goes one way, I go the completely other direction. So everyone hopped on the Vivid Voltage train, which I did before the release week. I was buying cards before Vivid Voltage even dropped. Now it's all the craze on TikTok. What did I do? Instead of jumping in on that bandwagon, I went to the oldest set in Pokemon from 1997. And that's not something I think about. It just, I just did it. Just like trusted myself. Like, hey, I'm going to look at these. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm looking at eBay all the time. And it's one of those things that just popped up. I saw the Charizard, which then attracted me to look at Blastoise, which attracted me to look at it. And I'm like, dude, these cards are everywhere. So. Well, yeah, they're nice cards. Um, as a collector, it's going to be awesome. As a, I, I'm not an investor. Could the value in these be insane? Absolutely. I think like Charizards get up into the, you know, they can get up to the tens of thousands in a PSA 9 or 10. So um, in terms of rarity and like status and all that stuff, these probably be really cool things to have to show your friends if you have friends that are into Pokemon. I agree. Is that it? You got anything else? Nope, I think that's it. Let's get into the questions this week, guys. This will be the biggest portion of the podcast of the fan questions this week. everyone fan questions this is the segment where we answer all your guys questions everything you guys want to know about all the stuff you guys think's interesting anything you guys want to know pokemon wise this is where we answer it right here um you guys can always send us in your questions um comments concerns feedback to uh any one of our tiktoks you got <coughs> no x gimmicks um and gengar greasy uh you can also reach us on instagram youtube any way that you get a hold of us uh you can also send in your questions to the Poke Tower Podcast at gmail.com. Um, but let's get right into it. So our first question of the day go uh, is Nick. Comes from Nick. 
So Nick oh. says, first off, just want to thank you and No Gimmicks for all the advice y'all have been giving us listeners. I was wondering if you thought the Cosmic Eclipse Full Arts 237 through 248, um, do you think they are worth the, worth the investment? I heard Cosmic Eclipse isn't getting any more reprints. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. So Nick also goes by Boy Wonder Eleven on TikTok and also Boy Wonder Eleven on Twitch. Check him out. So go check him out. Uh, show him some love. Uh, so I know we already touched on these um, two thirty seven to two forty eight. That um, was in your stuff, right? Devon stuff. Yeah, right? that was in the Devon segment. Um, I think like our first or second podcast oh, uh, episode. Um, so if you guys are wondering about prices and comps on that, you can tune into that episode uh, if you haven't already. What was the conclusion of that though? The conclusion was is that you can find some pretty cheap ones um, in a PSA 10. Which one specifically? Almost all of them. Um, uh, yeah, because the Pikachu Ashes. No, the Pikachu was in there, right? Red's Pikachu or something like that. Yeah, Red's Which, Pikachu is a part of one of those um, cards, but I think he that one's priced a little bit more. Yeah, it's a couple um, hundred. But like the Wishy Washy, the Steelix, there's the, a ton of them. There's um, a there's Weevil, a Weevil. Weevil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, all those cards right there. Um, and you get them in green packs. Yeah, you get them in green packs, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, those cards are secret <clears> rares <throat> in the Cosmic Eclipse set. Um, they're not like rainbow or anything. They're just like the full art hollows. Yeah, um, yeah magneton, stuff like that. But um, these cards, I think, are collectible. Um, I do think they are... Um, even with reprints. Yeah, even even with reprints. Because you got you to gotta understand that they're secret rares and... Um, Although they come in green card, um, green card packs, doesn't make them less valuable. You know, it's just a cool spin that that Pokemon did. You very know? much, very much like the amazing rares we see right now. Yeah, it's just like the amazing rares in Viva Voltage, you can find them in uh, green packs as well. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I I have um, some of those cards myself that I'm keeping to get graded. Um, I know that before. And this was what? When was our first episode? Probably like two months ago. Yeah. About, about two, 10 weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. About 10 weeks ago. Cause we're on episode 10 now. So about, about two and a half, two and a half months ago, um, a PSA 10 and like the wishy washy, um, the, the drill guy, X, X, drill or something. X like drill. Yep, yep, yeah. Yeah. All those guys right there. Um, we're going for like 30, 40 bucks in a PSA 10, which is kind of ridiculous. Cause you gotta think it's a secret rare with a trainer on it. And it's from a set that, you know, in California where I was at, there wasn't very much Cosmic Eclipse. You couldn't find yeah. booster boxes. You weren't finding well, collection boxes of it. I mean, you're finding a couple packs here and there, but you weren't... The majority of things you're finding were Darkness Ablaze. On the, well, on the other end of that, too, think about that. If you can find this card, any of those cards, if you can find an Exadrill for, you know, 2 to, you know, $8 raw right, with your shipping cost, mm-hmm. and then you grade it on a bulk fee, like, let's say quarter... Let's say Pokemon... Or you... Let's say PSA does a, a grading special next year, right? Where it's seven fifty a card. Okay, let's say your card was six bucks. You grade it for seven fifty. You're at thirteen dollars and some change, and then you sell it for thirty bucks. Yeah, you could do that all day, and that's that's saying that the PSA ten price stays the same right now. It's it'll likely you can get a little more in six months or so. Right. Um. So in terms of of those secret rares, would I say that you should go out and buy? A bunch of Cosmic Eclipse and rip them packs from them? Mm, probably not. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't specifically hunt for them. But if you got if you got them, you should be yeah, happy. If you got them, you should be happy. And uh, if you are interested in them as a collector, um, you think they're cool cards, I would say go out and buy the singles. And if there's if they're 
still cheap PSA tens out there. You know, the the thirty dollar PSA ten wishy washy, mm-hmm. thirty dollar you know Exadrill, thirty dollar Steelix, and a PSA ten. And that's that's to me that's worth it. And you buy the one you like though. If you're a Steelix yeah. fan, yes. if you're a Steelix fan, you get the PSA ten Steelix with the intent of selling it. So hey, I bought it for thirty. I'm not getting rid of this thing until I can sell it for seventy. Yes, but if it never sells for seventy. That's why you bought the card because you like Steelix. Yes. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people will buy 20 Steelixes tomorrow and they'd be like, man, these didn't go up in value. You guys are idiots. But it's like, no, 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 no. I said, if you're a P- if you're a Steelix fan and you like Cosmic Eclipse and you find a PSA 10 for 30 bucks and you want to sell it, you know, wait till it sells for about 70 or so to make some money. But if not, if it becomes the most printed card in the world and no one wants it and it's not rare, you would not be unhappy about that. Yeah. A lot of people get that I wrong. Agree. Yeah. That's why there's certain cards that are like, hey, Greasy, you check this out. And I'm like, yeah, it's a great card, but I'm actually not a fan of that Pokemon. So yep. I haven't got it. And they're like, oh, what? but it's worth a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, but if I get stuck with that thing, I'm not going to be very happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's why. Yeah. I'm yeah. serious. That's how I think. Yeah. Same here. So... Um, so let's do a little forecast on um, Cosmic Eclipse Secret Rares um, that we're talking about here, 237 through 248. Okay, do I think they'll be worth anything currently? Obviously, because if the last time I checked the prices, they were anywhere from 30 to $50 in a 10, and you can buy raws for you know anywhere from 2 to 6 bucks, 2 to 10 bucks. Well, I would say, yeah, go out and buy your raws. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get them, get them graded on a value order. Uh, so that's 20 card minimum that you got to send in at, and each card's going to be 10 bucks. If you don't get a quarterly grading special. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, if you don't get a quarterly grading special. Right, right. So I would say that's, that's a way to go about it. If you're going to do this, um, pretty hastily, or you're trying to make some money off of them. Um, but the forecast for the, the next year, I would say the card still probably won't be, won't go up in value much. Um, but I see once Cosmic Eclipse is not found on the shelves in in yeah. any state anymore, yeah. the value is going to go up. And the rumor, let me let me just get that out there right now. So Danny Phantom actually just talked about Cosmic Eclipse. Let me see here. So he said, other than Vivid Voltage and Darkness Ablaze, because they're getting a reprint in December, we know this. Okay. I have not received confirmation of any other main set reprints. While it's possible Cosmic Eclipse receives a reprint in early 2021, I'll be treating these rumors as rumors for the time being. This is from a Pokemon distributor. That's as much as we can give you right now. It is likely that it's going to be reprinted. That's the rumor, but no confirmations. And why is this a big deal? Because with the 25th anniversary set, Pokemon has to kind of like figure out what they want to print and give priority to certain things. They can't just throw stuff out. You know what I mean? They have to, well, we got this big set here. We got this next collection box here. We got, they have it all planned out. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? There's a giant calendar somewhere at the Pokemon headquarters where they have each release set. We don't see that information. Yep. So, um, yeah, but Cosmic Eclipse is one of the older sets. So if it does get one more, that's it, probably. Yeah. Definitely it. Uh, yeah, I think so, so, too. It's actually probably one of the best times to buy Cosmic Eclipse. Yeah, I would say it's pretty It's pretty similar to Unbroken Bonds, but the only thing is Cosmic Eclipse. I like, I like Cosmic Eclipse better than Unbroken Bonds. Yeah. That's just me. Does Cosmic Eclipse have a Charizard in it? Yes. Charizard, Charizard, Charizard breaks in. That's yep. right. Yep. So And you get those secret rare, the character cards. Those are the best. Yes. I think they're awesome. So I hope that answers your question uh, in terms of your secret rares in the Cosmic Eclipse set. Um, 
do I think they're worth it? Yes. Is there other cards out there that you can buy? Yes. Yeah. But if it's something that it, you already have, or it's something that you're looking at buying raw and then getting it graded, do your due diligence. Check yeah. the corners. Check the centering. Do all that stuff. Buy it raw for you know anywhere from two to ten dollars. Get it graded on, um, you know, in a well. Here, here, here's a good one. Here's more a good one. Grading. Here's a good one. So the the 1997 card ass, the Jota, the Pokemon card, the Japanese ones. You can get a Ghastly for six bucks. I just bought one, or I can get a full art, you know. Weavile card from Cosmic Eclipse. It comes down to just what do you like? I like Weavile, exactly, but I like Ghastly more and I like Vintage more. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm trying to hit on here. You just you got to find out what you got to identify what you're trying to do here. Yeah. So I hope that really answers your question. Um, if not, go ahead and send in another question um, that we didn't answer. Yeah, and let us answer it for you. Um, looks like our second question here comes from. This is from Chris. Chris Rossetti, right? Yes. Chris Rossetti. All right. So Chris Rossetti. Says, hey, what's going on, guys? Looking forward to this week's podcast. I would like to hear your guys' thoughts on the opening weekend for Vivid Voltage. Any new pickups? Thoughts on the Steve Aoki base set booster box opening? By any chance, did you catch the guy just <laughs> uncarefully <laughs> grabbing packs from the side of the box? Lol. Check it out if you haven't. It's cringeworthy. <laughs> Here are some of my pickups this week. Okay, so before we get into his pickups... Uh, Let's opening, answer the questions. Opening weekend for the for Vivid Voltage. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I don't know in terms of loose packs or the blister packs. It wasn't or crap at any, our stores. We look. I looked. Yeah, I don't know about any of that stuff. Um, because I ordered a case that I pre-ordered a case, um, and that's about as much as I'm willing to put into this set. Um, mm-hmm. Is what I I put in for the case. But in terms of the case. Our pulls are great. Good pull rates. Yeah. I like this set a lot, guys. Yeah. I like I like the new rarity that they added in. The amazing so rares are awesome. Um, but in terms of hot sets, I don't think Vivid Voltage is that hot. Yeah, yeah time will tell. We never know. But I, I can tell you this. It's the best set of the Sword and Shield series so far. So you had Sword and Shield base. Darkness of Blaze. I think I think this is better than Darkness Blaze. What? Yes. I think it's better. How? Because in Darkness Blaze, if you don't pull that Zard, you got nothing else in value. But if you pulled a Crobat, if you Blaze, pulled a, I'm saying about a time when Darkness Blaze came out, you pulled a Crobat, it was right, eighteen right. bucks. So Darkness Blaze is the better, better uh, set for like the competitive meta. But as a collector, you're better off. And he talks about it here too. He bought a Charizard V Max, but um. You're better off just buying the singles. That's probably one of my biggest regrets of the year so far. Was spending all that money on Darkness Blaze. I think Vivid Voltage too, though. Vivid Voltage is the same way. You're yeah, better but, off. You're better off buying just the secret rare Pikachu. Yeah, but you also get amazing rares, which is like That's highly true. rewarding. That's true. Yeah, highly rewarding. You get a green pack in Darkness of Blaze. True. You ain't getting that money back. That's right. Yeah. You know, you I get a, you get an amazing rare. You're that's a thirty to fifty dollar bill right now. Yeah. You know, some cases you might get it for twenty bucks. I know some people hit me up. They're like, dude, I got a card for 15 and amazing for 15 i'm like yeah i hope the centering's good i hope there's no scratches yeah, on it like true that's an outlier but um the hits are awesome i but even in terms of like the art i like the trainer cards in this set way better the trainer cards look awesome yeah okay yeah, yeah. there's way more gold the golds are better you can't tell me i like the obstagoon way better than i like the rillaboom in darkest of blaze so gold, gold Rillaboom versus shiny Galarian Obstagoon. Yeah, but I mean, if it, what if it was just a regular gold then Obstagoon? Let's go. Let's go. Uh, 
Rhyperior V, full art, versus Alakazam V, full art. I like that Alakazam V. True. It's just wait. That's just, true. I think That's there's true. just cooler Pokemon in the set. Yeah. But in terms of competitive meta, I haven't done my research, but I mean, yeah, people were still talking about Eternatus and Crobat. So it's like, what did what did Vivid Voltage do to fill those shoes? I don't know. You know yeah, what I mean? I can see that. So, and again, like I said, you, you pull a green pack, at least you got a chance, you know, with with Vivid Voltage. So True. So I guess opening weekend was good for us. For us, yeah, it, was it was good, good. though. I like the pull um, rates. I like the set. I like everything about it. And no one's really crying except for, looks like, competitive players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any new pickups? Um, I think we touched on that on Gengar's Grabs. Yep. Um, in terms of new pickups. Uh, thoughts on Steve Aoki, base set, booster box opening. We watched highlights. We didn't watch the whole video. Yeah, so we, but I do want to watch it, the whole thing. Yes. What Denny just said. Um, so my my thoughts on it, and I'm sure Denny will agree too, um, my thoughts on the Sibayoki base set booster box were I think there was no no better people that could probably be opening the box. I understand. Right. There wasn't a better person to open a vintage booster box. You have Gary from Pawn Stars, one of the most legendary right. Pokemon collectors. Right. And Steve, Steve Aoki, who's actually you know an avid collector himself. Yeah, he's, he, he's he's not he's not just he's, he's not trying to open Paul who's like I'm just getting back into it. Yeah, it he's been doing thing. this for a while. Yeah. I think he's been he, him and like three other friends have been doing it for a while, and I think um, they're opening up like their own their own sports memorabilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Pokemon card shop thing, um, like here in California. Super cool. Um, yeah, and you could tell different, way different vibes. Yeah, than yeah, the open it's Paul a way, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm gonna say. It's a way different vibe. And regardless of how um, more professional Gary, right? That's his name, Gary, yeah. the Charizard guy. Yeah. Regardless of how he was pulling the packs out of the box, it did it did look bad though. It did, yeah, it looked yeah. really bad, <laughs> and it was very cringy. Um, but at the same time, this guy, he has the biggest Charizard yeah, collection he, in the world. Yeah, I mean. he's he's a, he's a he's a really renowned collector, you know. Yeah. So I'm sure if there was any damage that was going to be caused to these cars by the way that he was doing it, yeah, I'm sure he would have known. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. he probably realized like, hey, I deal with these Charizards all day long, and it's not like you don't have to. Or be... did he do it to mess with Steve? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. He was like, you're not, you're not getting a ten. I'm going to make sure you're not getting a ten. <laughs> yeah, who knows? And I have no idea why they no, even open up the guy. booster He's box nice like guy. that. I have no idea why they open yeah. up the booster box like that. So maybe I don't know if I watch the video, it might say why why not they did that. But um, we watched the highlights. It was cool. They they pulled a Zard. They pulled two Venusaurs, two Polyraths. Uh, they pulled a Zapdos, Chansey, Chansey, yeah, Kaferi Hollow, yeah. Um, so those are all those are all cool with me. I mean, so yeah, I think I think the I think the opening was great. Was I think probably, that was one of the that was good that we had that video. In terms of celebrities, I think I think this is probably well with the Logan Paul deal. So the Logan Paul thing was really good. Until we started unraveling more about Collectibles Guru. It's like, dang it, dude. You associated with the wrong person. This is not good for the hobby. And then Collectibles Guru gets wrapped up even more on some more crap. Yeah. About this whole $375,000 scam. Then he gets blasted again, which we'll talk about later, which was hilarious. Yeah, I'm talking about like the three most recent um, box openings that I've watched. They the Logan the, Paul one. Right. It was okay. They weren't good. It was, it was like average. I was like, oh. Uh, well, his, his was good. It, it's, it definitely it was a positive for the Pokemon community. But then... But he was the one that was putting, just putting them in top loaders with no right. penny sleeve, no nothing. Just no, no. He was, he was adding them in sleeves. Who was the one that was just putting that all That was the, Collectibles Guru. Oh, yeah. Sliding cards across the table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what I'm saying is though, Logan Paul's thing was really cool. Was really cool until we found out who Collectibles Guru was, and then it kind of ruined the whole experience. Yeah, I don't even want to. You know what I mean? It's like 
I will never watch that video of him opening a first edition box anymore because Collectibles Guru. Yeah. But had we known that Collectibles Guru was a good guy and all this stuff, it's like you could go back and watch that video over and over again because it was a great time for Pokemon. Yeah. And now you just found out that it's been stained by this guy who's not very liked within the community. So I that's why I like this whole Steve Aoki thing with Gary because it couldn't have been two better people to put a positive light on Pokemon after all the crap we just went through over the last month and a half, two months. Yeah, and then we have we have the other, the, so we have a $375,000 scam yeah. that, you know, big money, collectibles guru. We had the Jake Paul and collectibles guru box opening that was, you know, that was controversial or had, you know, bad feelings on it. And then we have PokeRev. Yeah. Who got a $10,000 well. $10, scam, you know, uh, on Neo, Neo, Neo box. Yeah. yeah. Neo Destiny, right? One of those Neo boxes, yeah, yeah. Neo Destiny or Neo Genesis, and it's like, dang, that is so unfortunate. Of all the box openings, and you know that's happening, someone as credible as him too to get, yeah. yeah. And it's like there was just a lot of negative light in terms of box opening, box week after openings. week. It was fake box, fake yeah, yeah, box, yeah. fake box. We're like, dude, what is happening? So it was, it was, it was nice to be able to see, you know, two people who love um, the hobby, yeah, and you know, are actual actual collectors that you know really, really enjoy it. You could just tell how much they enjoyed opening it. It was just mm-hmm. all good times. Um, but I hope those answers, all those uh, responses answer your questions. But in terms of your picks, let's go over them. So we got a Mewtwo XY starter deck. Nice buy. That's a, yeah, that's an if awesome you, especially buy. Especially if you got it for nine bucks, like at the store. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That, crack, that crack dice Mewtwo is hopefully awesome. Hopefully you didn't pay more than 20. Um, Vivid Voltage Booster Box. That's great. Sipping and ripping. Yeah, that's, that's a great one. That's what I use one. that for. I'm sure you got two amazing rares, so Wouldn't that's keep perfect. You got a Pikachu VMAX that you bought for thirty-two bucks. Am I? Uh, I like this. Yeah, thirty-two bucks. I bought mine for for forty and fifty. So, yeah, it's not too bad. I think the price right now for them is like twenty, thirty bucks. Yeah. So, so if anything, I'm, days I'm after, the one that that uh, that isn't doing too hot. Couple couple days after release, you could find them for about twenty, thirty bucks. So it's not too bad. Uh, base set Charizard raw for two hundred bucks. Condition isn't the greatest, and I have I have seen a lot worse, but overall great card. Yeah, it's a great card. Base set Charizard. Wish awesome. I had one. Awesome. Yeah, two. Never bu- had this as a kid and always wanted one, so I am pretty stoked as, about it. As long as it's, I mean, as long as it, it doesn't matter. The fact that it patched up that hole in your childhood is is Worth priceless. Um, but I would hope that you'd get at least a PSA six or better. That's just that's that's being a responsible adult who could make money off this, and then also someone who loves the card. So yeah, true. I agree. And then looks like this is another great pickup. Wow, base set two Charizard raw. For two hundred and ten bucks, condition is seven to nine. Um, oh, a lot better. Okay, so maybe. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, that's cool. This one is a lot better and pretty cool. That's really good. One then. of the better condition ones I've seen for this price. Perfect. That's awesome. good. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was a bad buy at all. Uh, I don't think either a bad buy at this point. Yeah, Charizard V Max uh, for eighty three dollars. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. Raw. Okay, he, no, he I wrote, He wrote 8, 8.30, and then he sent me another email saying I did not pay 8.30 for VMAX Charizard. I was like, okay, cool. And then it looks like, um, yeah, I would say the VMAX is a great great card. Because they were just was, 100 bucks a few weeks ago. Exactly. So if you, I haven't paid attention to his price, but that's that's good. That's a good thing. And then we have Pokemon Lot. These are all raw for 160 bucks. I like this one. I like this one a lot, too. Um, so in that lot, he got a Venusaur promo. I'm guessing that's... I don't know. CD promo, maybe? Yeah, maybe Venusaur 13 promo, uh, because these all look like older cards. We have first edition Raikou from Neo Revelation. That's sick. Yep. 
Um, base set Pikachu, another banger. Rocket Zapdos. Nice. Nice, yeah. Base set Alakazam. I love that one. Oh, my god. Base gosh. set two Blastoise. Yeah, where'd you find this lot? I need to find this seller. I love that as well. Base set two Chansey. Awesome could, lot. Could be a hard one to grade. Um, hope it is in really good condition. Um, Neogenesis, Meganium. Right? Not, <laughs> not a very popular one, but... It, but hey, hey, he's on the great, top yeah. five. Yeah, he's on the top you five. You locked one in. I haven't locked one in yet. The pre-release Dark Gyarados. This is a, a sick card. I really like this pick a lot. Blaine's Arcanine is another slept-on card that I think is great. Fossil Dragonite, dope card. Yep, that's, that's base the set chase Venusard. card. Base set Venusaur. I just combined two Venusaur. A Venusaur, base set Venusaur. That's another great pickup. Um, and some first edition unknowns. Yeah, some first edition unknowns. So that's, that's, that's probably the best buy I've seen oh, wait, so no, far. Oh, wait, a couple more in here. Yeah, those... Well, that was from that lot. Yeah, from that whole lot, i say you that you didn't go I wrong. Think, yeah, considering those are PSA 6 or better... Yeah. You just ran away with that one. Like that. I like it a really lot. Really good. Really good buy. So then we, it looks like his last couple buys here are Charizard XY Evolutions, the Hollow and Reverse Hollow, as well as a Reverse Hollow Charmander and a Reverse Hollow Charmeleon for 160 So I think, honestly, I think the 160 for that is a great price. Um, Depending on how good of condition the reverse hollow yeah. and just hollow think about, I mean, Charizard is. At, you can only go off of what's going on right now. Look at the price of XY Evolution packs. How many XY Evolution packs at $10 would you have to buy to get a Charizard to pull? What's, what are you willing to gamble with? And I'd be willing to say that if you, in 16 packs, you wouldn't pull one. 16 times 10 is 160. Yeah, no, I don't think you would. So either. I think you did yourself a favor, got the Charizard. Hollow and reverse hollow, which is, you know, this, some of the best cards you can get in the set. Um, and then the reverse Charmander and Charmeleon. So, I mean, 160 is a hefty bill for modern. But, know, though, but, you when, can, you, but XY, when you justify the math to yourself, though. Those XY uh, hollow Charizards, they're going for like... Yeah, 200. Yeah, by themselves. Right. And then reverse hollow is going for like 100 by itself. Yeah, oh, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like he got both of those and then the other two, Charmeleon and Charmander in reverse hollow for yeah. 160. Like that's right. I'm just saying, that's I'm just saying what we were talking about earlier before we got into this question is if I had another 160 bucks, I would have bought one of the, another one of those vintage lots that you bought. So the vintage lot that you got into with the Venusaur, the Ryko and all that stuff. No, oh, there is no other one. He stole it. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is I probably would have spent another no, week I trying to find something just like that to get. Uh, that's just me. Yeah. If I had to choose a vintage lot of which looks like 10 cards versus a modern lot of one, two, three, four cards. I mean, yeah. But maybe you really wanted those Zards from XY. Like, I can't tell you that that wasn't a good buy, bad buy. And I think 160 is fair when you consider the price of a pack right now is $10. Yep. You couldn't you couldn't have got both Charizard in sixteen packs. No way. Definitely not. So let's see, uh let me know what you think. Yeah, those are Thanks. our thoughts. Those are our thoughts, man. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, thank you very much. Us. So our next question comes from Alpha Child. Alpha Child, what's up, man? Hey, big shout out to you. So Alpha Child is also his name on TikTok. Yeah. So go follow him, show some support. So he asked do you feel like it's a good time to buy a Charizard V promo right now? I have had my eyes on them for a while and I've noticed a steady 
decrease in the price. I like to hear this stuff. Finally decided to pull the trigger <laughs> on five sealed for 75. What are your thoughts? I like your thoughts. I like the fact that you watched something. Yes. And and noticed, observed something happen and made a decision based off of that. We can't, there's nothing, there's nothing more I could teach you. That's like, that's the skill right there. You were watching something that has some attention on you. You're like, hmm, something's going on here. Boom, I'm going to do it. Um, and again, we, we know, I know that you're going to be grading cards, um, mm-hmm. you know, cause I watch your content. So for alpha child to get these cards at what, what is that? Is that less than 15 bucks a card? I think it's right about 15 bucks a card. Something like that. Right. I, my math is terrible right now. I'm really tired. Um, but so 15 bucks a card or whatever, you know, yeah, it's about 15. Um, you're not going to lose when you grade these, you'll be able to get at least 75 a card. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So you so you, so you sell one for seventy five. You still have four left. Yeah, and I'm I, I'm just throwing just bullcrap numbers out. You probably get more than seventy five, but even if you sold them, even if they were only worth seventy five after grading, yes. See, you're one all day. You just five xed. My thoughts are five sealed. That's really good for seventy five dollars. And I I know you I know you know your stuff about cards. I watch your content as well. I'm wondering if he got this from uh, uh, Team Rocket's vault because he was doing a claim sale. I'm just, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering about you know about about the condition because then at that point, yeah. If you have, oh, yeah. if you have one comeback, that's a a nine, you know, mm-hmm. or a ten, and you get to sell it for a hundred and twenty bucks. Oh yeah, sure. You you made fifty bucks, but the other ones you may not be able to sell. Are you okay with keeping the other four? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, that, that would, that would be my question to you. You know what I mean? Those, those are something that you can, uh, I'm sure he thought about that though. Yeah. I mean, he's already watching the price go down. So maybe you're buckshotting. Maybe you're buckshotting. Maybe that's what you're doing. I, I don't know. I know Team Rocket's vault was doing a claim sale and he had a ton of sealed Charizards. So it'd be interesting if you bought those. That's that $75 price range sounds strangely familiar. Like I seen it in someone's story, but that's just me. Uh, Cause I know a lot of those promo Charizards came factory dinged up a little bit and dinged you know right um especially being in an elite trainer box but again i mean even if you had even if you got five psa nines and you sold them all for 60 a piece or even 50 a piece yeah you're still in you're still winning yep i don't is it is it a huge flip at all yeah you don't lose you don't lose at that price for no i don't i don't see you losing at all and again let's just take a let's take a lesson i bet you this same exact thing happened with hidden fates so hidden fates was the last holiday set the uh, stained glass birds. Stained glass birds. I guarantee you, this same this same crap was happening. It released. It was hot. You know, selling for twenty, thirty, forty bucks a pop. All these new sets came out. It's now Christmas almost. People were selling these things for fifteen dollars a pop. Guess what? PSA tens are selling for two, three, four hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I believe it. I believe three hundred would be a fair number. Don't don't quote me on that. But you know what I mean? So, and all it took was what? A year and a half? Not yeah. even a year. Yeah. Just over a year. So. It's a Charizard. It's a promo. It's from um, a holiday But I'll set. tell you what though. I don't see, I don't really see. Um, That's one of the cards con. I, yeah, I only have a few myself. I don't have five. Um, and it's one of those things I tell myself I should always buy. But I just don't because everyone's got them. And again, this is this is looking through a microscope. Yep. Everyone's got Charizard. That's not rare. But in the big picture, 
it's only because we watch TikTok and TikTok is feeding us Charizard content. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, no, no. I but in it. the big picture, there's a lot of people that still want that guy. Yeah. That didn't get it. So um I think I think you're gonna have to sit on those for at least a year to really see some real gains on it. But that's, I get if you were to sell immediately. That's if they don't do a bunch of reprints like they're doing for Hidden Fates. But even then, Hidden Fates is, is well, this is the difference though. Champion's Path is almost three times as small as Hidden Fates. So well, Hidden Fates could be printed to the ground. There's still, you know, 200-something cards in that set, which makes it hard to collect them all. No, no. I was talking about to hit on your, in about a year, year and a half, they may be worth something. Oh, yeah, yeah. But in, in if, this is what I'm trying to trying to tell, you know, Alpha Child, that, you know, in, in six months, if they do a reprint and there's more Elite Trainer boxes out there. Yeah. So that means there's more promo Zards out there. Yeah. That means that you're going to have to wait a little bit more well, than a year and a half. Well, here's the thing, though. That's where you'll have to watch the market, though. That's where you'll have yeah. to watch it. And also, though, with Hidden Fates, this January, when they do the reprint for the ETBs, that's the first time they've done that since it dropped. Yeah. The other reprints were just the tins. But with the, with the, I think with the whole scalping... So, scalping what I'm saying, though, is that, is that there, was a real, there was a real long dry spell of no promos yeah. for Hidden Fates because they were, they were gone with that initial batch. I got to get me some ETBs though, because my bird's in it. Six is rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, so Sorry. No, it's just one of those things. Think about that. Just the only thing we have is you have to think about the last promo that was in a holiday set, the stained glass birds. That's the only thing you have to compare information with. So and at the same time, it's so hard because this is Zard. Yeah. Zard has always done well in Pokemon. He's always done it's well in nice collecting. card. Yeah. I don't, I honestly don't think you lose here. I really don't think you lose. You're My not. thoughts on it. I think you you did your due diligence and you did you hit it at the right time. Five for seventy five. I don't think is a bad bad at all because you pay fifty bucks for an elite trainer box if you can find it retail. Mm-hmm. If you can't find it retail, you're paying upwards of eighty, ninety, one hundred twenty dollars for these yeah. elite trainer boxes. Um, so if you were just hunting for a promo Zard, it'd be costing you one hundred twenty yeah. bucks. And, and at that it's, point, it's you're supply and demand thing too. Once those ETBs are done being printed, um, we saw it with uh, Hidden Fates. Mm-hmm. Those ETBs went, you know, there are the ones, the Charles, the Champions Path ones are already selling for 70, 80, you know, unless, unless you know, someone finds a pre-order for the retail price. But my point is, um, it's going to come in waves. Yes. So there, there will be a span next year where there's no, there's no ETBs available and there won't be a reprint till September or something. I'm just throwing numbers out here, but let, let's say that might be a good, that might be a good point to, that would be a good time to sell. like start off in a couple. Yeah. And then there's that reprint and then you're going to see a plateau. Where mm-hmm. it's just kind of like no hype at all, and then it's gonna get deleted, and then Pokemon's like, okay, we're not doing ETBs anymore. We're just gonna do Champions Path tins. You won't be able to get that promo anymore, and then that's when the rarity kind of slowly starts to go up more and more and more. So I would say, if it was me with five Charizards, that would be one of those things I'd probably maybe sell two short term, hold three long term. I'd agree on that. Something like that. Yeah, I'd agree. I hope they give you some insight into uh, there's a lot of things our minds. Yeah, there's all kinds of things you can do. We honestly don't think you lose here. We think you did a great job. This is a great pickup. Um, I don't think there's any cons in it. So, hey, yeah. hats off to you. Great job. Yeah, yeah. Kudos to you for doing that, that type of... I like to hear that when people ask questions like, dude, this is the research I have. Right. Instead of just saying spoon feed me. Yeah, these, this is the research I have. Now, can you fill in any blanks to let me know if I did the wrong right. thing? And yeah, it's like, yeah, hey. Yeah. Makes it... Yeah, yeah this like, is cool. Hey, yeah, I this like it. This is more in-depth collecting talk instead of just saying, what set should I buy? It's like, bro, you buy whatever you want. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to make money? What are you trying to do? You trying to be happy? Yep. Um, 
It looks like our, our, our final question here for the fan questions. Sorry um, this segment has been so long, but we are so happy. I'm talking about we are so happy. Oh, yeah. That we have Don't so many questions. on the questions this and week, guys. so much feedback that you guys have given us. Um, yes. This is great. Um, do you think Pokemon will become... I'm sorry. This comes from uh, somewhere on TikTok. It's user WPLMF0. Yeah, he, he, hasn't, he hasn't changed Q. the profile yet. <laughs> hasn't changed the uh, default username yet. So if you're listening to this, get on it, man. Yeah. Uh, so that way we can give you a proper shout out, whatever your He'll name is. He'll know when he hears the question. Um, but yeah, here's your question. I like this one a lot. Do you think Pokemon will become what the sneaker game is nowadays? We'll like to hear your opinion on it on the podcast. Well, here you go. Here's our opinion on it. You're about to hear it. We were talking about it before the show started. Um, I, th- I, I think it's already here. I think Pokemon is already beyond the sneaker game. Um, because let's let's look at the negatives first. Pokemon Fake Pokemon cards have been made since the 90s. <laughs> so there's also fake Nikes out there. There's fake Jordans. Um, you know, you do the little black light, <clears throat> black light test. On the shoes, make sure there's no stamps on it. You know, you check this, you no check that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we already have that. Stitching. Um, we already have limited releases. Just like, you know, uh, Jordans, you know, they're out for the season and that's it. A specific Jordan, certain certain colorway. Yeah. Um, and then you look at the uh, resale game. There's already scalpers who have connects to mm-hmm. these shoes. Mm-hmm. See, the, the weird thing is, though, is that in, in shoes... It's not considered scalping. No. They're so just like, like flex it's status. That much. Yeah. yeah. It's like status to be like, no, dude, I got 40 pairs of Jordans. What do you need? And like the customers are willing to pay it. Yeah. As long as it's real. Right. Where in Pokemon, they're like, screw you, man. You should have freaking left that for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It sounds ridiculous when you put it in that light. That's, that's just what it is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it's already there. The only other thing I could see that Pokemon could do that would be just insane which is different because so we don't have we don't have athletes in Pokemon. You don't have Michael Jordans and you know Kevin Durant's and Kobe's. You know. Oh, you're you, talking collabs. Yeah. So our athlete is Charizard. They already make Charizard cards, but if they were to make, you know, a limited edition Leonhart Pokemon card, you know what I mean? Like, what if the Pokemon company realizes who Leonhardt is, you know what I mean? Or they probably do know who he is, but they collab and they make a limited creator card, content creator card. They make a Pokerev card. They make a Gengar Greasy card. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Then it would be insane. They already kind of do that, like Blaine's Charizard. Yeah, that's true. But they're not real people, though. Like, I'm talking about... But they're they're like like an athlete in Pokemon. Imagine if Logan Paul had a card made for him. Right. Where the illustrator made this one-off thing, you know, where it was just, you know, one of a kind. That'd be an insane card. People would probably be all over it. And um, there'd be fakes. Yeah, my thoughts on it, uh, my opinion here is, I kind of think Pokemon and sneakers are... It's trickling they, into StockX already, too. Can they be compared? Yes. They can be compared, but I think they're two totally different uh, entities. You know what I mean? Like we were saying... Shoes can gain traction because an athlete wears them during a certain game. He wins that game, and now that shoe is the shoe to have. Right. There's, you know, rappers, and there is celebrities. Or it's and just a colorway that's just yeah. straight heat. And there's companies, you know, that want that do um, all these partnerships and stuff and, and collabs with, you know, your favorite shoe maker, you know, like Dior, Gucci, right. whatever, or Versace. Status. It's super you know what I mean? status. Like, 
they have all those other collabs out there that, that make these shoes, you know, very rare, very hype. Um, and we don't really have that for Pokemon at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like what's out there is kind of available to everybody. Pokemon has its own demand too. Like they're just like, we don't need to have so-and-so yeah. sign our cards. These things are going to sell out regardless. Yeah. And I, and I think the thing too, is that, you know, with Pokemon, I can go and buy a $4, $4 and 19 cent pack at target and, and get a pull, hit. Yeah. And get a hit, pull myself, you know, yeah. a Charizard. Mm-hmm. And then can't do that with shoes. Yeah. You can't do that with shoes. I can't go into a foot locker and go and buy, you know, it'd be gone before it even releases. Exactly. You know, um, is there similarities there? Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Because when there's restocks, if you don't get there early enough for Pokemon, someone's going to clear that shelf. Yeah. And I, I think, I think there's a lot of similarities. Um, but I definitely think they're two different entities. I don't think they'll ever be considered to be like the same thing or, um, the same type of hobby hobby. I mean, it is collecting. Watch Jordan make a freaking Pokemon collab yeah. shoe or Nike do a Pokemon collab shoe, like a Charizard Venusaur Blastoise edition. It's over, dude. That would be There's like hard. a blue, a blue Nike, a green Nike and a red Nike. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That'd be hard. Um, but they already did it for SpongeBob. I think, uh, I think Pokemon is up there with the shoes, just like Denny. I agree with him. I, I honestly believe that, um, Pokemon is very, um, very popular. I think that's why we're seeing it's a lot of very, scalpers, though, too. It's been very, um, yeah, it's very lucrative. It's very fruitful. You know yeah. what I mean? Obviously, you can buy stuff that's hot if you have the you have the initial capital for it. Yeah. You can go buy the whole stock at a, at a store, clear out a zip code, and go turn around and sell it. That's what we call scalping. Um, yeah. Well, I think so. That that's where I kind of draw the. It's not the, endorsed. They're here. kind of the same, right? <laughs> not endorsed. We do not endorse that kind of but behavior. That's, that's how I can see some similarities. But um, check this out, though. A while back, you know, Gary V. I'm sure you guys know who Gary V is if you don't do your research. But anyways, you know, he even made the made the connection between shoes and cards. And he was like, look, shoe sellers, people that sell expensive shoes are going to get into the card game because you can hold way more inventory. Like I have like, yeah. you know, I almost have like a couple hundred PSA cards sitting in this safe right here. If I had 10 pairs of shoes, it'd be filling up my whole room. <laughs> with yeah. the boxes and crap you wouldn't have yeah, space yeah so it's like just inventory wise you could have a thousand cards and it could barely take up you know one square foot yeah i think i think shoes though i think shoes though even if you have you have 10 shoes you're probably gonna turn more of a profit than pokemon i mean depending on what pokemon cards you have yeah it's yeah it's interesting it isn't you know what though but there isn't it's an, weird because there isn't a jordan out there that you can buy for four dollars in a pack and turn around and sell for 500 and, that, and that's the other thing I'm, uh, i was gonna get at too is that you can't, um, the margins I think are smaller, but you're playing with more money with shoes. Yeah. The shoes, you know what you're getting, you know what I mean? And you're yeah. going to know what you're going to sell them for. But in Pokemon, the only way you can do that is if you buy singles, you know? Right. You have to know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point, if you're buying singles of the chase cards, you're almost spending the same amount of money as you would for a pair of shoes. Think yeah. of it like a $500 raw Charizard. I don't, I don't know. I haven't really looked at prices of shoes right. yet because I don't really yeah, no, no, you're yeah, right. I'm not, I don't have any I'm interest not in that. that. Yeah, yeah, but um, you know, what I mean, say that you know, some Air Jordans that are collabed with Dior, right, are five hundred, five hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, that's cool because you know you can you turn around, you really... turn around and sell them for fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, I know I can get a Charizard for five hundred bucks raw, great, and turn around and sell it for fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So that, and that's the difference too. I think so. Shoes is a matter of flipping. I feel like grading cards is a matter of increasing value. It's yeah. like. It's like getting work done on your house. 
Because I don't know if you can grade shoes. I mean, I'm sure you can get them like authenticized. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what StockX does. They they authenticate your shoes when before you sell them. Yeah. Um, so that it's legit. But like, so when you buy a pair of shoes, it's like an appreciating asset because of hype. Yes. And and dire supply and demand. Yes. Whereas Pokemon cards, it's like real scarcity, because they only yeah. make you know 300 pairs. Pokemon cards, it's it's almost an appreciation. And it, it's still a collector hobby. I mean, there's shoe collectors out there, but it's like you have to do work to get that money back in. It's not, it's not, you can't just buy a brand new Charizard and let it sit, or you can't just buy a brand new Charizard the day of release and then sell it for 4X. You got it, excuse me, you got to get it graded. Yeah. You have to get it graded, and then now you have a gem. You know what I mean? Where shoes, and it has to come back in a good way. shoes, if you, knew, if you know the owner of Foot Locker and you're like, hey, put on 20 pairs for me you know i'll pick them up tomorrow and he's like oh yeah i know when the truck comes boom done the deal's done you start selling them the day you get it which is like very scalper behavior yeah but it's, it's accepted in their community which is weird it's just like yeah. oh that's my plug right there man you know i would mean? say i would say there's a whole lot of similarities in terms of you know the scalping epidemic that's out there but it's acceptable with that acceptable it's weird. scalping in, in the shoe industry they just take it they're like <laughs> oh man this game man yeah yeah but like pokemon we're like oh we ain't having it ah uh, this is this is versace this is versace <laughs> i ain't going no less than 1200 yeah so oh man i can they're, see they're already pretty much the same yeah i would say i would say in terms of of uh monetizing a hobby i would say they're both the same um in terms of the knowledge that you need to know in order to be successful at them i would say that you need to know more about pokemon than you would need to know about the shoe game because right i mean i if i had the capital right now i'm sure i can go out I and mean, i could buy five pairs of the newest hypest shoe that's coming out yeah if i knew all the right places to go to go buy them and then i could just go on craigslist or i can go on I wouldn't go on Craigslist, actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would just go on OfferUp or eBay and I would sell them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a little different. And I, I don't think StockX really does like, this is a this is a gem mint shoe. No, it's just more about that. They, yeah, do, like, they, just, they do like yeah. a five-point check or whatever. They just say that, AK, this shoe is real. It's not yeah. a fake designer shoe. This is a yeah. real designer shoe. In terms of Pokemon, they'll tell you that, hey, this is a real Pokemon card. Right. But it's a six. And you're like, wow. Now, well, and Pokemon's bleeding onto StockX. You can sell trading cards on StockX. Yeah, it's you're insane. like, wow. I'm this, not in there, but. This $6 card isn't worth anything. You know what I mean? But yeah. if you get a pair of shoes, it's always going to be. If you know, if you bought it from a reliable source, you know it's going to be real. Right. So. Yeah. I don't know. So Charizard is like an Air Max. Always going to sell high oh, dollar. Oh, yeah. Charizard's an Air Max. Uh, Venusaur's like Reebok. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Mewtwo, Mewtwo and Mew, Off White. I don't know. Me, uh, I don't know enough. Meganium's like a Puma. <laughs> Skechers. Yeah. Meganium, Skechers. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I think that just about does it for the fan questions, guys. I hope we answered all your questions. Thank you for sending them in. Um, if you guys have any more, remember, you can always send them to the Pokey Tower Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Or hit us Just up on TikTok, message, yeah. Instagram, any social yeah. media. So this YouTube, guy, he actually commented on it. one of my videos. Oh, see? So that's how you do it. You yeah. just comment on a video. Hey, this is for the podcast. Let me know. Yep. Perfect. Thank you, guys. Oh. All right, guys. Welcome to the Devon Court segment. Um, <laughs> that was muted. <laughs> 
Our little, our little soundbite was muted, so I was like, wait, what's going on? Uh, but anyways, guys. I like it this week. I like this. This week, we are swapping out the lookout cards, the sleeper cards, the banger cards, all those, you know... Um, Great picks that I have every week in the Devon Course segment. I like this. this. is something new, though. This, this is kind of cool. This is another way to make money not hunting rare cards. Exactly. So, again, um, this is, again, this is these small scale-ups. These are for all... This is this is super easy, though, because you can do this yes. with your bulk. Exactly. So, this little segment that we're going to introduce into the Devon Core um, with new sets that come out. And um, just here and there when there's, like, new new metas... New playable cards. So there it is, guys. These are the playable cards that have come out in Vivid Voltage um, that have playability in terms of people who actually play the Pokemon game. And um, I've done a little bit of research. I don't play the game myself, guys. I am just a collector. I like to look at the cards. I play the online game, and I get my ass whooped a lot. <laughs> so I'm not very good at it. And I, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not in any way, shape, form um a professional at this game. I don't I don't play it myself. Well, decent at Yu Gi Oh. You but, think it'd be good at Pokemon. Yeah, no, yeah, I know, right? Duel Links is like a little more complicated. Yeah. But I did some research, um, and these are the cards that I came back with and um unique ways to sell them and I saw them selling these ways on eBay. Um and I comped them all out. So here we go guys. These are playable cards from Vivid Voltage, the brand new set. Um the first one up is Trumbeak. Also, the meta is not completely out yet. They're going to need another week or so to start developing these meta decks. But these are cards that have like instant value as far as adding to someone's deck. Yes, in terms of in terms of the ability that they have, um, the move, the or, move, yeah. anything like that. That's where these cards come from. Um, again, the first one is Trumbeak. I would say you can sell the regular Trumbeak, the one that's just a regular card, nothing. But I would say the one that would be a little bit nicer and probably would sell quicker is if you had the reverse Hollow Trumbeaks. Um, and you'd sell them in at least a lot of four. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be able to sell this single by itself. I would say that you need a lot of four because that's the only way that this card is played in a deck is if, if you have need four multiples, of them. Yeah. yeah, multiples within your deck, and that's what makes it sellable, um, which is, I saw it, a lot of four going for two bucks. Yep. So a lot of four reverse hollows going for two bucks. You can't beat that. I'm sure if you've opened up... How many Trumbeaks you got? Yeah, how many Trumbeaks you got, exactly. So um, you might be able to off four of them for two bucks. And this which is, is volume game, guys. This is all volume. This is not going to pay your bills unless you sell hundreds of these. Right. That, But you, but you do that with your bulk. Yes. Um, so that's the first pick here. We got um, The second pick here is Memory Capsule. Again, uh, Memory Capsule, I believe it comes in a reverse hollow. I'm not talking about the gold card. The gold card is going to sell for way more, and I would actually consider probably getting it graded instead. Um, but if you need the money right away, I'm sure that the gold Memory Capsule 15, 20 bucks goes probably. for about 15 20 bucks probably. Um, but seeing that it has playability, it might go for a little more. It might be in that $30, $40 price range. I have no idea. Um, but just the regular capsule itself it goes for about 2 bucks in a lot of 4 So again... Um, if they have the reverse hollow memory capsule, I would say it'd probably be a lot more enticing for people to buy the reverse hollow because people want their decks to look cool when they're playing. Um, and yeah. it's probably a lot cooler to have a reverse hollow than it is to have status. just a regular card. Yeah, it's static. They like us. They like shiny stuff. Exactly. Um, they don't admit it, but they do. So a lot of four for two bucks. So there you go. If you have those eight cards right there, you just made four bucks. Um, Snorlax. This is not uh, the pre-release. You can do the pre-release too, but the pre-release obviously you're going to want to get graded and sell it for more than what you're going to sell the regular Snorlax holographic that comes in the set. Um, that card right there, I know it's because it's a it's ability, um, 
It's like special ability. Is why it's playable. Um, but Snorlax, you can sell it for two bucks. Just a regular hollow card for two bucks raw. Um, the next one coming up, this one is a give or take. If you like grading cards, get this one graded. The Amazing Rare Jirachi, um, because of its ability, it is also another playable card. Um, oh. And it sells for 25 bucks right now. So hmm. if you don't really care for grading and you're looking to make back some money from your initial uh, cost or initial spending on Vivid Voltage, the Amazing Rare Jirachi, 25 bucks. Talonflame V, um, which is one of the new uh, v- Vs that we got in Vivid Voltage, yeah. sells for about three to four bucks. So um, imagine, you know, imagine. And I you- believe that's because it has a direct hit. Yeah. And it's if, a, if you, oh, so you hit life. Yeah. I believe it's like a, it's like a, you bypass, you don't Pokemon. have to wait to play to like attack. Mm. You can attack with it right away. Oh, wow. So I believe so guys, if I'm wrong, go ahead and correct me. Like I said, I'm no pro at this game. Um, I just did some research to kind of help you so guys out. So if you had three or four of those on hand, you're, you're talking about like, you know, 12 to 15 bucks. Right. Yeah. For a Talonflame V, you know, yeah, and it's that, not that's uncommon. not a highly collectible card. Yeah. So it's like, let the, let the competitive players have that one and any smart competitive player would would buy it would pay for that yeah because you don't know you could spend you know 20 bucks before you even get one you know or it works both ways it works both ways for collectors and competitive players that's why i don't see why there's like this disconnect between us because both of us would rather not gamble yeah we'd rather just buy it outright yeah um so that's talent flame the next one is a trainer card it's telescopic sight um, this one you're going to want to get probably in a, a reverse. I believe they sell in a reverse. And I think there's even a gold card of it too. Don't sell your gold card. I mean, if you have to do it, um, I would most likely get that one graded cause I'm sure it'd be good in the long term. but, um, I'm guessing a, a gold telescopic site would probably going for about 20, $25. Um, but a lot of four for two bucks of just a regular telescopic site. It's a trainer card. Um, you guys can lot those together. sell for two bucks. Yeah. Leon, which is a trainer. How about this, though? Before we go into it, what if you have friends that have bulk of Vivid Voltage? They're like, dude, I got all these crappy cards. Take like, it. Ask them if you can have it. Yeah, and then can you, I have then that? Then you just build these these semi-competitive like mini decks. Yeah. And sell them. You yep. don't tell them, though, that you're like, hey, that telescopic site, you have eight of them. Can I sell them? You're just like, no, let me get those, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the next one is Leon. He's a trainer. Uh, he comes in a secret rare and a full art. I would say the full art you could probably sell. Um, I wait on that one. He's a pretty popular character. I would say the full art you could probably sell because they have the rainbow one that would be more, yeah, collectible. Right. Uh, fill out more of the the collectability boxes than just the regular full art itself. Um, I think if you're trying to make back some money from your initial um, spending of Vivid Voltage, the Leon full art trainer. I think would probably sell for quite a bit of money and be able to get you a good chunk of some of the packs that you ripped open back. Um, obviously the rainbow rare, you should get it graded and sell it um, or keep it if you love it or I don't know, do whatever you want with it. But just the regular Leon himself goes for $2 on eBay. So that one, you don't have to lot anything with it. He's just $2 by himself. Bet you didn't know that. <laughs> and then the yeah. next one is Agile slash V. Um, this goes for Agilize V and the full art too. Um, is two to three bucks. I think the full art goes for a little bit more. But if you have any of the Agilize regular Vs, they're about two to three bucks selling raw on eBay. Um, they're also a playable card. Keep in mind too, guys, it's week one of the release, so these could always um, change. But as it stands, yeah, 
Yeah. In terms of playable cards and um, the decks that are being made out of them right now that I researched and I've looked up, these are the cards that are um, playable and that are that are sellable. Like a lot, of, a lot of you guys probably wouldn't have sold a lot of four Trumbeak or a lot of four Memory Capsule. Right. You would have even thought or about a it. Hollow Snorlax. Right. 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 You know, um, these are just different ways for you guys to make back some money from the packs that you guys opened up. Just remember, um, the thing is, though, is with it being week one, these prices can change real quickly. That doesn't mean down. that doesn't mean they always tank, though. Yeah, it could mean or down. because if it finds out, if they find out that Snorlax is the new meta, and this is how you build this deck, yeah, it's gonna go up. That's yeah. what happened with Crobat. You'll probably if so if you have, you know, ten of these Snorlax the hollows. Yeah, if you have ten of these Snorlax hollows and you're they're chilling for two bucks right now, then you notice one day it that could be someone four bucks. someone bought four of them. Yeah. You're like, oh, hold on, wait a minute. I should probably go double check the prices, and then mm-hmm. you might see that everyone else is selling their Snorlax for six bucks. Yeah, yeah. There was Scoop Up Net. Scoop Up Net was like a six dollar card at one time, and like everyone has that. Yeah, but yeah, it's a good point. I yeah. Mean, so you know what I mean, it's not always tank. Like prices just don't always tank. Sometimes some guy discovers a new meta, shares it on YouTube, and it just goes nuts. Yep. And there's all kinds of forums too. They're they're following this stuff. All right, so we have a few more on here. Um, we have coding. Coding Metal Energy, a lot of four, um, selling for two bucks. Uh, Colossal VMAX, um, he oh. is one of the most highly anticipated Ouch. cards out of this set. Um, a lot of people seem to be building like a like a wall with him or a tank deck or something like that. Um, he's going for six to seven bucks right now, raw. Pikachu VMAX, 28 to 30 bucks. Um, there's also some competitive decks being built around that. We have Orb Beetle VMAX selling for about five bucks. Um, this is one that's probably going to be a surprise to you guys, but the Dawn Fan Reverse Hollow, um, not the pre release. Get the pre release graded and wait on it because it's a pre release. It's meant to be collected. Um, but the Dawn Fan Reverse Hollow is about two bucks by himself. And now this next one is special. It's a Cramorant and, and Aracuda. So yeah. they don't come together on the car. It's not like a tag team. But what I'm telling you here is Cramorant and Aracuda separately. They're separate cards. Yeah. Um, they they play together in a deck. Oh, see, so, I don't know this stuff. So if you have Cramorant and Aracuda, you can sell them in a lot together. So you would sell four Cramorants and four Aracudas. Ah. So that's a total of eight cards. For three bucks. For three bucks. That's cool. It's a great way to get rid of your bulk, though. Yeah, it's a great way to get rid of bulk and make back a little bit of money. Like... What were you going to do with your four Cramorants and your four Aracudas? Right. No, nothing. Yeah. You're going to do nothing. They're going to sit in a box forever. Yeah. You know, and you're going to give them to your, your nephew or your cousin so, or Another thing son. to note, guys, this is when we would endorse buying booster boxes or case of booster boxes is when you have the skills to know which cards are rare for grading, mm-hmm. which cards can be sold raw individually, and then which cards can be sold as bulk. When you got all three of those on lock... You can recuperate almost all your money back on a box. Yes. Yes. But if you're just looking for chase cards, it's really hard to make up that money. Yeah. If you're looking for a chase card, might as well just put up you that You spend single. 600 and you don't get that Pikachu secret rare, it's going to be more challenging than if you yes. were just to get the chase card. So, But when you know how to mul- mo- when you know how to monetize at all three levels, graded cards, raw singles, and then playable cards for competition you when you can and then you even have code cards at that point when you know how to sell all those things you can make your money back so freaking fast this is like next level for us this is i'm glad we added this this week because most of you understand buying raw cards grading them 
You guys got that part down. And then you get into, okay, well, what, what raw cards can I sell that aren't worth grading? And then it goes into, well, what do I do with my bulk? So yeah. now you're figuring all the steps. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like that Danny touched on that. Um, but yes, so that is basically a lot of eight. Four Cramorants, four Aracudas. You can sell for about three bucks. If you want to really get it off your hands, sell for two bucks. You know, um, it's not really going to break the bank or hurt you. I'm not sure you're getting two bucks that you didn't have or three. Um, the next one is Nessa, which is a trainer. Um, again, Nessa has a rainbow, which I think is more collectible um, than the full art Nessa. I just sold my own full art Nessa for... Female characters do really well, though, too. Yes. Uh, I sold my own full art Nessa for, I think, 25 like 25 bucks. Yeah, he did pretty good on release week. Yeah, I sold it for like 25 bucks because Nessa, it, her ability, I guess, makes her very playable. So um, if you don't have the full art one or if you just have the rainbow one, again, like I said, the full art one, you're going to want to not sell in a lot. The regular Nessa trainers, you're going to want to sell in a lot of three, a lot of four. Sorry. The regular Nessa trainers, you want to sell in a lot of four uh, for right around three bucks. Um, the full art Nessa, again, like I said, probably right around 20 bucks and then the rainbow nessa i'm sure goes for more and to me i would say it's a lot better option to grade that one um our next one here is galarian darmanitan v max um not one of my personal favorite pokemon so he's already on my ebay getting sold um but you can sell him for about 45 bucks about 45 bucks not bad um excellent so let's that's a sweet spot for a raw single. Let's just let's just add all these up. So we got you have a lot of four Trumby, two bucks. Memory capsule, a lot of four. Four. Six. Four bucks. Six. And Almost 91 bucks. yeah Almost so bucks. all of those cards right there listed all those say, bolt cards yeah well, say you have for, all those yeah you have all those cards right and you 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 sell all of them you're looking at about 100 bucks off of your bulk off of bulk some vmax off some of, hollows yeah uh, but off but, of primarily bulk stuff that's yeah. not counting your rare hits that you're going to grade or that's not counting your cards that you decided you're not going to grade but are still 20 30 40 dollar bills right so remember this is like this is the, this is just little money. So this is a hundred bucks in your bolt cards. Then you sell your cards not worth grading. You make a hundred bucks off that. You're at 200 bucks. Let's say you bought a case. You only have to recuperate another $400. Let's say you have, you know, three to five rare cards that will be over $150 a pop. Yep. Once you grade them, you're in. Yep. That's you're it. in. And that's the three that's levels the of selling right there. That's the game right there. Yeah. Um. So then... That just about does it for the playable cards. I do have a small little honorable mentions here um, in terms of Vivid Voltage. These ones haven't quite um, been used for play yet or anyone has looked at making decks of them, but they are just honorable mentions because I think they might get some uh, some playtime here soon once the meta gets figured out. But um, the first one up is Bia, just a regular trainer card. Um, you can sell her in a lot of four for about three bucks. There is a full art, sold my Bia for eighteen fifty. Um, so again, like I said, the floor obviously is going to make you some more money, but it's a harder, harder to get in terms of pools. Right. Um, and then there's also the secret rare rainbow Bia 
in the set. So again, like I said, that's probably one you would look at grading. Um, Galarian Surfetched. Uh, I believe it's a full art, about four to six bucks. Togekiss VMAX, about four to five dollars. And Garbodor. Garbodor was playable at one point, and I think there was a card that counteracted his ability, but Garbodor. Garbodor was big like yeah, a few sets ago. He's two bucks by himself. Yeah. yeah. I mean you can sell him in a lot. I'm sure you could sell two Garbodors for two bucks. I think there was like a ratatat that canceled out his effect, but at some point there was no answer for Garbodor and everyone was like using it. Yeah. So So And and that's people who don't know crap about the the uh like the competitive play. I just know from watching Danny Phantom. Yeah. So. Yeah. So again guys, these are um playable cards that I looked up, I researched. They're re- worth nothing to you, but they are worth something to a competitor. Exactly. That's basically what I'm trying to get at here. Um helps you to recuperate a little bit of money uh, from the cards you, the money that you spent on Vivid Voltage initially. And at the same time, maybe you have some of these cards, or maybe you have some older cards that you're like, Hey, I'm gonna start looking up some meta decks. Yeah. Maybe I have some bulk I gotta sell. Yeah, get on the forums too. There's websites and forums that tell you how to build these decks, and you may you um, you can literally build a deck and sell it for you know twenty, thirty, forty bucks. Yep, you can build one. Like all you gotta do is look up the template online and fill in the blanks. Yeah, who knows? Maybe you have, you know, a hundred Eldegosses out there. You could even yeah, you could even know. build a deck for like ten bucks. Yeah, the math works when you consider cards are worth pennies per. Mm-hmm. So. Anyways, guys, that wraps up the Devoncore segment for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Something a little different. Something, another avenue for you guys to look at in terms of monetizing, um, collecting. Yeah. Um, what do we got next? Uh, I think we're going to go into a little bit of news, and then we'll end today's episode, guys. All right. Cool. All right, guys. News corner. Not much. Um, thank you guys for listening. We are... Wow. What is it? Like over an hour and 40 minutes. These episodes are getting longer, but you guys are just pumping content into our podcast. And we don't want to like forget anyone. So we're just going to. Yeah. And at the same time, we don't want to cut the whole experience short for you guys either. You know? Yeah. We're not going to uh, half-ass it for you guys. We're going to go all in. Even if that means we got to stay up all night. Um, But just a bit, a little bit of Pokemon news. um, And it was actually good to watch and funny. Very funny. So I don't. Oh yeah. Is, does anybody if if anybody watches Pay Money Wubby, then you could probably just tune out for the night. You were that's, it. that's all we're going to talk about right now. But uh, Pay Money Wubby, YouTuber, he made a video about Collectibles Guru and the three hundred seventy five dollars scam. The the origi- I'm just going to say right now, if you haven't seen the video, right, this is your first time hearing about this guy. Yeah. <laughs> is the first time hearing about this video? Yes. I think yes. Two videos you said right? Yes. The yeah. first one's twenty four minutes. The second one is like nine minutes. It's either a follow way, up to number two. Either way, the guy hilarious is hilarious. Very entertaining to watch. Yeah, very very entertaining to watch. And if anybody is on um, the side of Collectibles Guru being Be, uh, a part of Team Rocket, being a criminal, <laughs> being a part of Team Rocket, <laughs> um, you'll you'll enjoy this video. And um, and believe it or not, yeah. So he got Guru's attention. Guru like messaged him. <laughs> I think the guy's le- legitimately worried about his reputation because he like yeah. went in on pay money wubby. I've never seen pay money wubby, but I saw the video. It's like all you gotta do is you go to YouTube, search pay money wubby, three hundred seventy five Pokemon scam, whatever. You'll find the original video that's like twenty something minutes long. Hilarious. He breaks down the entire live stream of what they did when they opened the box and found it was fake, and he picks apart Guru's story. 
mm-hmm. when he from when he's on the phone to what excuse he gives him about the fake box. I know we're kind of beating this up, but there was more details that came out. And that's in the second video. He does a follow-up because Collectibles Guru wrote him a message and was like, dude, what's going on? Why are you doing this? You fat YouTuber. Like, he's just like crying and like being mad. Um, and this guy, Pay Money Wubby, just trolls even more. And this video has like a million views. Like, yeah. this guy is not some scrub who's like just making fun of Collectibles Guru. He's got some pool. I think the reason why um, we like, we want to cover this video so much or, I don't know, give our thoughts on it. It's because it, I, to me, even though it's kind of like negative, because in a way the guy is, you know, clowning on, yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. someone else, which clowning is never is clowning, even, which is never good, even if it's really good. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it's very positive and in a way. It almost lets you, it, it lets you see that he does a very good job of telling the truth while subtly, you know, ripping on this dude, but he's actually educating people yes that's it that's that's and he's pointing out valid points he's pointing out valid points when he's like look when he says this he went and did this i just want you to see that he's like not saying he's like this guy's a piece of crap he's an idiot he's just like i just want you guys to know if you didn't catch it the first time he said this and he did this and then you know i think i just think it's a great i think it's a great tool in 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 showing people it's a great example of showing people that you cannot believe or buy into all the hype that that's on TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. You can't, you can't do it. You know what I mean? Because there's gonna be tons of people out there that want to, you know, show that they're experts. Right. And you may be like, wow. And they they he, could have one video that gets a million views. Yeah. And you look at that and you're like, wow, this guy must know what he's doing. Exactly. You know, this guy has a bunch of PSA eight and PSA nine, you know, base set cards. He must really, really, really know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Well, be careful, guys, because yeah. here we are with somebody who had that. And yeah. and turned out to not be as knowledgeable or maybe not he as just has money. well versed right, in, right, in right. the Pokemon community, you know? Yeah. So that's that's I think that's the most valid thing to take away from it is hey status does not count as um credibility and uh knowledge and like overall like authenticity. Res- yeah, of the game. Status doesn't mean nothing. Like, I would trust PokeRev a million times over than Collectibles Guru. Yes. I don't know either of them personally, but the way they present themselves, the knowledge that they provide, you could tell there's a clear disconnect between someone who loves Pokemon and someone who has money who knows Pokemon's a good opportunity to make money. Yeah, they know it's lucrative. Yeah. Yep. So, super entertaining, though. We were laughing. Oh, yeah. Dude. It's really it's entertaining. Funny. It's fun to watch. So, you guys should definitely check it out. Um, yeah. Just good good old, uh, what's it called? Comedy. And while, he, while he educates. You know, we didn't even do a giveaway today. We need to do a giveaway before we sum this up. Holy cow. All right. Let's, let's get this giveaway going. All right, guys. So, for this week, the giveaway is going to be something special. Uh, we know we've kind of held it out all the way to the end here. So if you made it to the end, we want to give you something special. This yeah. week's giveaway is going to be a rainbow rare card. Oh! So big, big opportunity here in terms of the giveaway. In order to win this giveaway, what you're going to do is you're going to tune in to the newest Pokemon YouTube video on... Oh, on my YouTube. So it'll be if you want, if you haven't gone subscribe to my youtube you need to do that 
but just search Gengar Greasy on YouTube, or you can search my name, Dennis Griggs. Either way, it'll pop up. Uh, you'll see me on there. We are dropping a video today, so you're listening to this podcast sometime in the morning or afternoon on the 18th. Yes. I will be dropping a video this evening of me and Devin opening Vivid Voltage. Um, we're going to do a booster box opening there. So what I want you to do is put the answer in the comments on YouTube. I have a feeling there's going to be very low participation. So if you want to win something, yep. comment on the YouTube video. It, it's not my latest YouTube video because it, it won't be posted when you guys are listening to this. It's going to be posted later on today. You'll, I'll go on TikTok. Hey, got a new YouTube video. Check it out. Blah, blah, blah. Link in bio. That's when you're going to want to go click on this thing. Leave a comment of your answer when the first rainbow cards were introduced to Pokemon. That's right, yeah. So you get, if you guys get it correct, the correct answer is going to win this rainbow card for this week's giveaway. Yeah. You got to comment the correct. I'm going to sweeten the deal as well. I'm going to give you guys an opened base set booster pack. So basically you just get the pack art that I had opened a long time ago. It's not ripped. It's like nice. I mean, I obviously ripped it open to get the cards out, but you know, it's just an it's an empty base set booster pack. It's a Blastoise. I will throw that in the package. So if you're into like vintage and you want this on display, you can get a nice little Blastoise pack. It's ripped right down the middle. It's in great condition. Um, and you'll get that in a rainbow card. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yep. All right. So enter in, participate, look out for that YouTube video. Yeah. I'm you're not going to want to miss this giveaway. Low-hanging fruit. You don't want to miss this because I, get, I have a feeling people aren't going to want to do this work. They're not going to want to do the work. But if you do the work, you probably have a good chance of winning. And most of you guys are subscribed to the channel anyway, so just tune in, leave a comment of your answer. You have nothing to lose. Yep. Yeah. Um, but that's it for this week's episode, guys. We will see you next week on the Tower Podcast, episode 11. Thank you guys for listening. You can always send emails at Podcast at gmail.com, which you guys have been doing, which is awesome. Keep it coming. Um, that's it, guys. I think that's it. Yeah. That is it. Thank All you, right. guys. We'll see, see you guys next time. Later.